Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language, conflicting opinions, and spoilers. So now, open your ears and prepare your anus for Shaken Not Nerd. Martini, Shaken Not Shocking. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official nerdiest podcast of the Podfix Network. Self-diagnosed. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast of the Fod the Podfix. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast of the Podfix Network, where we review Jumanji. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast of the Podfix Network, where we accidentally got Podfix confused with Rodfix. We hope you didn't enter the into your search history. <laughs> we didn't decide who was doing the intro. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at YouTube being like, who's, who's doing, doing the start? <laughs> Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast of the Podfix Network, where we finally answer the question, what meatloaf won't do for love? And it does include butt stuff. Welcome to Ha! Shaken Not Nerd! Ha! Fucking hell. The official <laughs> podcast of the Podfix Network, where we say, ha! Just to piss off in. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast of the Podfix Network that went and saw Justice League with George R. Martin. Arr. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast of the Podfix Network, where we suck your dick for a router. <laughs> Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast of the Podfix Network that has the word nerd in it. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only one that has a word nerd. Welcome, you c***s, to Shaken Not Nerd. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the only podcast, the Podfix Network, that hasn't been touched by Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Welcome. Shh, you want to get sued? <laughs> Thanks. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official Podcast of the Podfix Network, where we review Tropic Thunder 2 Safari Goes Wild. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Go wild. Go wild. I am your host, as always, Mr. Doody Dootrum, and with me, next to me, not wearing a Hawaiian shirt for probably the third time, this third time in a row, is Mr. Tom. Oh, so, so no insults with this introduction? No. <laughs> well, why are you wearing your girlfriend's shorts? Uh. That was Ian's joke from before. <laughs> he stole it. <laughs> Ooh, like short shots. We like short shots. Speaking of the uh, Ian, he is the number one Wham for fan in the world. That's Ian, the huge foot long Johnson. Wham. <laughs> Whammy. <laughs> Whammy. <laughs> and we have returning guest, uh, Mr. Matt Commons. Hello, friends. Hello. Welcome back. Mm. We're sorry for your loss. Good to be back. <laughs> We are in the new uh, the new man cave, fellas. What do we think? It's good. It's very nice. It's all, all semi-finished. I'm loving the burgundy wall. Mm. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Many leather-bound books. <laughs> <laughs> Rich mahogany. <laughs> A fine wine. A fine wine. Uh, shall we move on to the topic that I forgot about last week? Man talk. <laughs> Let's go. Certainly. What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? I thought it'd be nice. Oh, he <laughs> made me so it, happy. He brought it back. For those of you who are joining us... Uh, for, for our the- last episode <clears throat> of the year, we've got to bring it back. <laughs> For those of you joining us for the for the first time, Man Talk is where we generally talk about what we've been doing over the past week, but originally it was called What Are You Doing? And it was that little tip from Pies of the Caribbean that me and Tom loved, but Ian hated. Right. I also love What Are You Doing? Oh. <laughs> you guys just hate me because I'm the minority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are the only short one. Oh. <laughs> I can't make the distance, you'll just have to toss me. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, Tom, what have you been up to? 
What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, I have been on holiday, so I've actually been able to do things and watch things. I oh went, my god, he has something to report. I went to the theatre on Thursday. So they've got a little uh, pop-up globe theatre in... Um, you have to pronounce it theatre. Theatre. <laughs> you must talk like that for the rest the, of this man. The theatre. So, uh, <laughs> which is just near the uh, Sydney Maya Music Bowl. So I saw a little uh, play that was around the globe in 60 minutes, which was good. A nice comedy one. So I thought it was around the world in 80 days. <clears throat> no. <laughs> Different. <laughs> same, same, but different. Same, same, but different. No, that's the one with Jackie Chan. <laughs> oh, no, Jackie Chan was there. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. so that, that was good. I've also um, That's been... not a good movie. No. Huh? It's not a good I'm movie. I'm not saying the film was good. <laughs> Jesus, Tom, why did you do that? <laughs> yes, I saw a theatre production of that film. <laughs> Fuck, that would be good. <laughs> so much better than the movie. <laughs> Uh, also been watching the the Sinner on Netflix, so I am four episodes in. It is really good. It is yeah. really good. It's sort of like a. If you guys have seen Gone Girl, it's sort of that sort of mm, that kind of dark feeling. Dark stuff. feeling. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Would you Highly call it, uh, it Sinner Sinner Chicken Dinner? No, never. Ah, oh, fair enough. Maybe. Oh, maybe once. That's a that's a play on words. <laughs> is it? Is it? Looks so confused. Like I don't understand. Please explain it. it sounds like you, it sounds like you're making fun of PUBG, mate. Yes. <laughs> You realise that PUBG didn't come up no, with winner winner chicken dinner. I think it did. By the way, going back to your Jackie Chan play. <laughs> did he catch a bullet with his bare hands? He certainly did. It was quite impressive. The crowd went wild. <laughs> flip it open, flip it close. <laughs> and then I also, I also watched the uh, movie Bright on Netflix. Oh, God. Which, not as bad as I was expecting. It's Which is pretty bad, though. Did you have you watched it as well? I have watched oh, it. Oh yeah. But, like, I the concept it, is good. I take Matt's That's opinion over yours. I thought it <laughs> was like if you went in there knowing it was bad or it was going to be bad, it was, you could get some enjoyment out of it. It was sort of like one of like the worst of the underworld films. You still sort of enjoyed it, but it wasn't a good movie. I skipped it. Or like the worst, of, <laughs> or the worst of the Resident Evil films. Did you enjoy that it. movie? Yes, I like vampires. Resident Evil is not vampires. I wasn't talking about Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> Genius! <laughs> Dude, from you just like zone out halfway yeah. through. I, I think he does. Oh, I just saw a good call. <laughs> I don't think Bright has. Does Bright have vampires in it? No. No. Oh, well then, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's just making up his own stories over there, Tom. Oh. <laughs> so, trying to catch smoke. That's my man talk and just, He always shoots it around all year yeah. Duty, what have you been doing? You yeah, can, you what have you been doing? Alright, oh, uh, I have uh, I've been moving from the old apartment <laughs> I know, right? I'm so tired um, Though I did make a promise Though some keen-eyed listeners may have noticed I promised that I would play the Ghost Recon free DLC To beat the Predator Yes That thing is fucking hard Is it? Man. Yeah, it's really, really hard So the Predator's... Um, CPU. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so it's a... CPU? CPU. Yep. A- NPC? Cent- Central. No, it's definitely CPU. <laughs> Central Predator unit. <laughs> um, so it's a, it comes up as a little challenge. It's not like you have to download it and it's you don't have to pay for it. It's just a challenge. Like there's a girl in the jungle who's screaming that the jungle came alive and ate people. So you go and take a look and then you find out there's like hanging spines and there's hanging bodies and there's a crash ship. And then you fight the predator, and as soon as the as soon as you get to the area to fight the predator, oh, actually has the music. It's got the soundtrack and like the entire hour length to do this little challenge. All you hear in the jungle is nothing but the and the that fucking predator noise. That's cool. You did that noise really well. 
I can't do it. <laughs> Sounds like a gun. Can't do it, Captain. I can't do it. Um, but <laughs> I cannot <laughs> reach the controls. <laughs> I can't make it. No. <laughs> I'm giving it all I got, Captain. Um, but yeah, I was sitting here playing in the dark with the the soundbar and just the and I'm like, the Ewoks came. <laughs> but yeah, I'm playing the. Uh, <laughs> fucking we are I, such nerds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was playing that last night, and um, it's actually really, really hard because uh, you, 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 when you get into the area, it's just like uh, engaged, which generally means there's someone trying to attack you, and because the predator also appears at night time in a dense jungle, so it's hard to see the the wave camouflage. And he, as soon as you hit him, he jumps into the trees, and you can't really track him when he's in the trees. Clever it's girl. really fucking hard, but it's pretty pretty rewarding. If you beat him, you get the predator's mask to wear. Oh, a, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. At least you get something mm. for it. Mm. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. Once you defeat him, he takes his mask off and uh, he falls to his knees and puts the bomb on, and he goes ho oh, oh, ho oh, ho, and you have to like run while it's going beep beep. That's beep, cool. Beep. That's really fucking sick. Yeah. So cool. yeah, you finished it. That's pretty good. Free How DLC. long did it take you to finish it? Uh, I died a couple of times. Um, if he hits you once with his shoulder cannon, you're dead. Ooh. So he's a, he's a one-shot kill. And I got pretty frustrated with that. And uh, we've got the cat here. And the cat brushed my leg while I was <laughs> in the jungle. Ah, fucking shatter bread. <laughs> <laughs> did you kick it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Jesus. Jesus. So- <laughs> Uh, I also braved Chadston on Boxing Day. For those of you who don't know what Boxing Day is, it's Black Friday for Australia. Yeah, I went just a couple of, like, when did I go? Yesterday, actually. I went yesterday and it was still packed and I couldn't get a park. Really? So I take yeah. back everything I said when we went to see Jumanji and I said, I hate Southland, I can't get a park here. I take it all back. Chadston's just as bad right now. But it was... It yeah, was you, you're leaving out the part where you said you will always find a park I in do. Chadston. I just do. I do always, but Let's I couldn't. On the roof. I couldn't do it. <laughs> But um, I saw some pretty fucked up shit in there. I saw a person who had taped two trolleys together lengthways and was pushing them down narrow aisles in Rebel Sport. And so I've seen a trolley come down this really, really narrow aisle and I've gone, oh, fuck. And then I've looked over. The trolleys are taped together back to back and she's got a shitload of stuff in there. And then there's two kids and I'm like, all right. And then I just hear, Keelan, what kind of shoes you want? Was that these ones? I'm like, oh, God. Welcome to Bougainville. <laughs> it was it was a it was a Frankston night. <laughs> just love the, thought, the thought process there, just getting ready to go shopping, just like, oh, have you got the tape? I need to tape the trolleys together. Yeah, tape trolleys together. That and people are going into the underarm shop. They've got these really big seats for you to like, you know, try on shoes, not like really comfy seats. And people were just going in them and sitting down. People were like, can I help you? No, thanks, I'm fine. Just sitting in your comfy seats. <laughs> like, bitch, I'm trying to buy shoes here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I wonder if they actually brought the tape to do that or whether or not they just found tape in the store and then did that. If that was a boxing day, the, the tape could have been 10 cents. Could have Christmas been. tape. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in there and saw the Christmas decorations. I went, you lazy fuckers. You had a day to take all this. <laughs> you mean they had a night? It's the day after Christmas. No, well, they had a holy night, so. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Mr. Johnson, your mentor? Um, I have officially, as of tomorrow, two weeks until I am... Uh, Leaving two more episodes. Australia, yeah, two more episodes. <coughs> if you're lucky, maybe just one. Ooh. And there's one before I leave, so there'll be only be one with me and Ian left after this one for a little bit. Mm. You only go away for a week, though, don't you? Dos, dos. Oh, it's one episode. Okay. 
But yes, I will be leaving. I've officially tried my hand at packing, failed, and said, Mom, help me. <laughs> help so, me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> help me. So I, yeah. Get some vacuum bags, Bubbler. I have I have those packing cubes. Have you guys seen these packing cube things? They're essentially just like little like nylon bags with a zip that help you sort out how things are ordered. Your advice: roll your clothes. Yeah, Don't fold them. Roll. Yeah, because your your suitcase or your your bag at the moment sounds like one of those like pill cases that old people have. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, more or less. <laughs> That's what your bag Except sounds like. Because I pack with my mum, she's like, you only need like three pairs of underwear, and you can just you know. Wash them in the shower when you shower every day and let them dry. I said, no, mum, at least five. <laughs> uh, there was something yeah, on the news. One for every day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> there was something on the news not that long ago saying that um, don't trust hotel kettles because oh, people, travellers, boil their uh, underwear in them oh, on to that, clean that them. Went, that went in a complete cleaner direction than I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, there's plenty of things <laughs> you shouldn't trust in a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm going Kentucky, so that could be even worse. Yeah. Wear yeah. thongs in the toilet. You'll, you'll open up your can of Coke mm. and it'll just go, and a cock will come out. <laughs> <laughs> when you come back, I want to hear about you missing the bus at least once. I better not. I'm picturing Tony Maguire. Hey, stop! Stop <laughs> <laughs> the bus! Stop the bus! <laughs> <laughs> it'll probably happen, let's be honest. But yeah, I'm officially packed and uh, ready to go, I guess. Exciting. Exciting. Mm. It's very scary. Exciting times. Um, I'll be going for, if I haven't said it on here yet, 64 days, so quite some time, and I've officially made a little sound clip that we'll save. Whether or not we keep it is another thing. I reckon we'll keep it. It's you singing. Yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm up to. I'm ready to leave mentally, because I'm sick of you motherfuckers. Fair, fair, yeah, fair I'd, I'd, I'd be too. <laughs> Matt, what quote are you doing? Um, So, about maybe... You- Five days ago, I bought, I dropped five hundred Australian dollars for a uh, Nintendo Switch just to play um, Zelda Breath of the Wild. What a Zelda machine! And <laughs> yeah, I went through the uh, Nintendo eShop and went, "There's no fucking games on this console." Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't when I was asking you whether Mario, it was worthwhile buying Mario one. Mario and Zelda. Um, one is better than the other. <laughs> I'll let you decide. <laughs> Um, I've really enjoyed playing Zelda, and it's very reminiscent of um, playing uh, Ocarina. Ocarina of Time. And it does have a very it, Ocarina feel. Yeah, it's bringing back the frustration feelings, though. I forgot how challenging some of it is. Yeah, like it actually, fucking I, feel, wizards. Yeah. I feel like Breath of the Wild actually starts harder than it is once you're into it. Because yeah, you cause... start off with three lives and like a stick, and the bad guys don't get harder as you go. Yeah, you just find more challenging ones. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, like, so many, like, just your average sort of... Goombery things. Yeah, yeah, they will kill you in a couple of hits at the start, very easily. And then you'll get to the point not too far in, maybe, like, another hour and a half after you've played, and you'll be, like, killing them like they're nothing. Mm. And so, there's that, that point in the game where you're just like, oh, yeah, I want to go look at the castle, and you run up there, and then all of a sudden yeah. there's, there's this three, four-legged thing chasing after you, shooting lasers at you, and you're just like, fuck! Yes, that's Doc Ock. <laughs> Dr. Octopus. I never got that far. <laughs> really? it's like the, you can tell when you're like sim- riding a it's horse. It's like Syndrome's machine from yeah, Incredibles. It is. it is. It's like exactly that. Oh, has, yeah. Um, I know what you mean now. And you has um, very intense music whenever it's nearby. And there's one in the yet. first area that doesn't run. It just shoots at you, but you just walk up to it. You're just like, oh, dead. Yeah. Yeah, I gave up trying to fight that thing. Yep. You, good idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. 
And congratulations. you saw Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, we're going to spend at least three minutes reviewing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, now that Man Talk's done, unfortunately, I haven't been able to do the news. But thank God that Tom's here because he's going to read it and do it. Get excited, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, are you ready? Are you ready for the new sound All effect? Right. Are you ready for this? Yeah. No. You meant to get No pressure, Tom. Uh, I'm going to say, though, it was quite a slow news week. I tried to find more interesting topics, but these are what you're stuck with. So let's go into the first one. Number 10. We have the first images from the Bumblebee movie as Bumblebee as an old VW Beetle. I have not seen this. I think I've seen it in passing. Yeah, so it's very exciting. It's literally just a picture of a VW Beetle. And title. <laughs> is, it rusted, is it like a rusted piece of yeah, shit it's beetle? A, it's a rusted piece of shit beetle. And the titles Ooh. I'm seeing is, could this be the movie oh, that saves Transformers? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> just, just just, find those people and then tell them to get yeah. out. Let now. me fill you in now. Yeah. Now. On to the next one. Number nine. All right, we got released some early concept pictures from Justice League that showed us what Steppenwolf was originally going to look like. Has anybody else seen these? I don't think I've seen the concepts, no. No. Okay. I do are have they it. pretty? They are. Well, let's just say he's very humanoid in the Justice League one. This one, he was more of a hulking brute. He sort of had the same structure to his head, but he was more solid, like massive neck, like huge. Is, 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 it, it, is it the same thing we see at the end of Batman Superman? Um, That's Steppenwolf. Yeah, I would say it's probably more similar to that. And he's like, his face is less human and it's more like fangs and all that sort of thing. In yeah. my opinion, looked better. Yeah. Like, would have been a I much better... I reckon they must have made it more human because of the feedback they've been getting about other CGI characters of... So they make another things. CGI character. But CGI human does not make yeah. it better. Yeah, but they're, they're probably they should have just made him a human. Yeah, it's probably Full too stop. Late. Too far gone. Well, they've already, they already showed him at the end of Batman Superman and then they changed what he looked like in Justice League. Mm. Yeah, so I imagine it would have been more similar to that. But yeah, it, it, it looked cool. I thought it was a better look for him mm. in general. But still wouldn't have fixed the movie though. No. No. On we go. You can't polish your turn. <laughs> you can try. You, you can. <laughs> Number eight. All right. So back to the rumor mill. Round and round it goes. This time for a Disney film. Ooh, Ooh not DC. Ooh. Ooh. Um, so, we have seen the, uh, have, have you all seen the um, new posters for the Han Solo movie? Uh, they are fake. Are they? Yes. Okay, so that, that makes a lot of sense because one of those, <laughs> one of those photos, literally, if, if you are familiar with InDesign, which I think Matt, well, Matt is, in InDesign, in that program, when you move- Let's talk wh- graphics. No, no, no. <laughs> when you click on an image, it puts a, a two circles in the middle of the image. And if you look at one of the posters that was released, it has that in the middle of the image. <laughs> yeah, wow. I've noticed that. So I was thinking that somebody either fucked up or something uh, was a bit sus about that. But on to the actual rumor bit is that we're hearing news that Disney is not confident in this film. I and they are prepared surprised. for it to bomb. Wow. Well, they're making a lot of money from their other Star Wars properties, so they can probably do like they could they could cope with the bomb. But here's the question that I have for you all: Do you reckon they can keep doing that? Like, if they just push out Star Wars films every year that aren't good, will the franchise remain in good stead? You'll get a bit of a DC thing 
We hope this one's good. It looks good. Yeah, but even Justice League suffered from that. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if, better if, looked good. if the spin-offs don't work, if this one doesn't go well, but probably they'll try it again one more time because it's Disney, that mm. they will just go to only doing the... The one-off spin-offs. The numbered standard ones without you, spin-offs. You don't reckon they'll do things like how they did Rogue One? I don't reckon they will. I reckon they'll stay away from, from if char- this one character does, spin-offs. If, if it does bad, if two do bad in a row, Disney won't keep doing it. Mm. Disney's not like DC. The thing I hope is if, if Han Solo does do bad, that they don't stop production on a Obi-Wan. Because I reckon that is the only character standalone film that would be awesome, in my opinion. Well, it just makes more sense to me as, as a movie that can do well. Han Solo, it's too hard to... Com- like, you're just automatically going in comparing it to Harrison Ford. Mm. And mm. What and he's one of the most beloved characters yeah. in the whole... Why would you try yeah. to make a movie about that? That just seems... Like you're paddling upstream. Well, the biggest issue that I find with it or that I'm finding with it is that I'm hearing that it's going to be him meeting Lando, him meeting Chewbacca and him getting those dice that we see in The Last Uh, Jedi. And they're in episode four. And they're in episode four. Um, Yeah, but I I suspect they'll... That'll be the dice that wins. That'll be in the story for sure. No, But but there's there's all these things that you've heard from his backstory, Mm. which are literally meant to be a massive backstory. And I think they're they're going to try and push it all into Into one one film. Mm. Which I hope it has a wide timeline and isn't just one story that goes, and yeah. then he met this guy and this guy and well, this guy. I think the best stories are the ones, like, if you look at the original Star Wars, it tells you all these little hints about things that, like, Han Solo's backstory. And when you're making a movie about that spin off, then you have to introduce new things that you don't know about. Because mm. they're those little added details where you want to know more. You have to have them in a movie anyway for added detail. Well, they've 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 removed the original sort of backstory of of Han Solo from the extended universe, which was that he used to be an Imperial agent. He used yeah. to be an Imperial pilot, and then he mm. defected. That's how he knows that you know before they go to hyperspace, they drop their cargo, they drop their junk. That's how ah. he sort of got away from them in Episode Five. Mm. But then they got rid of that. Well, I reckon that if this does bomb. Disney would be be wise to just put on the brakes and yeah. just don't release a new Star Wars movie every bloody year. Like, yeah, give it three or four. Just yeah. can't wait that long. They but won't. I think that it will benefit from that. That we'll, wait. They'll probably well, because they'll they, probably just push it out to like a year and a half. They, they're used to Marvel now. They're used to being able to pump out three movies a year. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So they're well, just like, yeah, oh, just, we could be building up to yeah, three yeah. movies a year. Yeah. Well, Christopher Nolan shed some light on um, DC and why he thinks that the movies aren't doing so well recently. Yeah, what And he was saying that he thinks they're just not giving it enough time to develop the story and really work on yeah. the individual films. And that's something Christopher Nolan and his brother, who also assists him in writing things, do really well. They don't just push out a product. I watched Inception for like the fucking hundredth time again last night. I know it's your favourite film, Didi. But they spent 10 years writing that mm. and getting that yeah. right. They still got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How long uh, did they spend on Dunkirk? Even more? Let's spin around that mill to the next bit of news. Are we still on the rumour mill? Number seven. No, we're just spinning the mill. Oh, I, cool. I, I just wanted to have <laughs> Let's a Let's go to the old mill. Get some cider. All right. So, we. it has been announced who the highest grossing actor of 2017 is. And it is Vin Diesel. What? What? Mm-hmm. So that's based off like them being yeah. top um, paid, paid or top paid or like one of the main cast in a film, and it's the profits of that film. Yeah. So that includes okay. Fast and Furious, 
Guardians. Like G- Guardians. Okay. Uh, apparently, the Triple X film that came out this year was Did pretty that came popular out this as well. Year? I feel like that was... Yeah, that was like February of this Ugh. year, I think. Obviously, yeah, so that's not going to be an hour. Be happy we didn't review that. So yeah. he, he's number one, followed by The Rock. Yeah. However, this was announced uh, like last week, so uh, Jumanji, Jumanji might make The I Rock think it will. Unfortunately, the second year in a row. I think it will. That'll push The Rock ahead. And then um, Gal Gadot, third. Nice. Mm, that's good to see because I heard that she didn't get paid that well for Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, so so it's the profits from the actual movies themselves. Oh, mm. true, right, yeah. So it's the addition of Wonder Woman and so all of Justice So how well that movie did, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yes. It's a shame that she doesn't really get to see enough of that, in my opinion, considering she's up there fucking, she's like fucking Atlas trying to hold up the DC universe. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, we could get Aquaman next year and it might, might be fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I didn't mind him in the film. Directed he- by James Wan. Mm. Saw. Mm. He did Saw. Oh, very nice. Mm. On to the next bit. Number six. So, Mark Hamill has come out and he is regretting his feelings towards The Last Jedi script and all the negative stuff that he said about it previously. So, here's the tweet that we got from him. I regret voicing my doubts and insecurities in, pub- in public. Creative differences are a common element of any project but usually remain private. All I wanted was to make a good movie. I got more than that at Ryan Johnson made. An all-time great one. Hashtag humbled Hamill. Do you reckon he got a scolding? I reckon he got a scolding. I reckon he got a scolding. <laughs> there are literally 10-minute highlight, 15, well, 10, 15-minute highlight clips of him bashing the movie before it, while it was in production. But uh, Mark Hamill also wanted the end of episode six to be that he kills Vader and the Emperor and becomes the leader of the Empire. Did he? Yeah. And the Emperor does. No, oh, Luke. Does. That Luke becomes the the, the the new emperor. Yeah, the new emperor. But then it wasn't his issue with this script that he was wasn't the Luke Skywalker from the end of Episode Six. Yeah, That's, strange. Who knows? I don't know. I like to be honest. I like Mark Hamill, but I also I don't think he um his opinions on some things. Well, that's that's also, should be kept to themselves. It's also another thing I've just thought of. Um, Star Wars Rebels is ending on season four, and then they're bringing out a new show after after Rebels, a new Star Wars animated thing. Um, and a lot of people think it will be um, the Jedi Academy of Luke Skywalker. Oh, and now that we've this is I, I, it's not written anywhere; it's confirmed. It's just fans talking yeah. that it'll be Luke's uh, Jedi Academy because we probably won't see any more further flashback stuff, or you have to read comic books or novels. Yeah, I wouldn't and stuff. be surprised <laughs> if we don't get anything more, even though I still want to know. Just another one of those fucking 200 questions that never got answered in this film. What actually happened there? Well, also, yeah. uh, Mark Hamill is, is uh, billed for episode nine. So mm. he'll, oh, is he? Flashbacks or false ghosts or something. Most oh, he'll have that's to. the main reason for that tweet that you just read out. Paul. Yeah, exactly. I bet you they would have been like... You want to come it, back for nine? Cut it out or you're going to get cat. <laughs> you you want to get sued? <laughs> we'll fucking replace you with Yoda. Don't make us do it. <laughs> Frank Oz is doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> On to the next one. Let's do it. Number five. All right. Anybody here a fan of Doctor Who? No. Every, no. Everyone uh, just raised their hand. I enjoy Doctor hey, Who. Hey, listeners might like Doctor Who, so let's not rate on Doctor Who. All right, so just, just for any listeners who like Doctor Who, we finally have our first female Doctor. After the show's been running for decades, the Christmas special has just um, finished, and in it revealed the new female Doctor played by Jodie Whittaker. 
She, I have never heard of her before. She had an extensive IMDb of stuff I have not seen, but she is in Black Mirror. Okay. She okay. has been in Black Mirror. I did see the transformation scene. That was on a, a video on YouTube from Peter Capaldi to, to the new Doctor. And it was actually a pretty cool visual effects scene. Okay. Yeah. I did watch that. Right. Usually Doctor Who doesn't have enough budget in my opinion. I don't think they give it enough budget to do the things it tries to do. So I don't, I don't really hold it against. It's a sci-fi extravaganza. Yeah, that's why I always felt like it, need, it deserved a bit of budget. I reckon it might do better if Netflix picked it up. <laughs> Give it some of that yeah. Star Trek money. Give it some of that like, bright uh, money. Like, yeah. the, like the Matt Smith. Um, and Matt Smith looks like the fucking blue monster from Space Jam. He does. <laughs> um, but him as the Doctor and also... Oh, what's, oh, I've forgotten his name. David Tennant. Yeah. Him as good. the Doctor was actually pretty good. I did watch a couple of that. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Wrapping up this bit. Number four. A little bit more on Star Wars. So, The Last Jedi has been number one again in the last week with 68 million at the box office. Not Jumanji. What? I'm so surprised. Hey, you know what, guys? Give Jumanji a break. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't even reviewed it yet. (laughs) Although... It is the steepest drop-off that a Star Wars film has ever seen, with it losing 68% since the wow. week previous. That's a lot. And that's I think that's just drop-off. because of the reviews that people things that people are saying about it. Yeah. The, the, it must have been like that news that we reported last week, that uh, that alt-left, alt-right. Oh, yeah. It's all them. It's all uh, them. Yeah, I think it was alt-right. Uh, Control-alt. Yeah. Delete. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> On to the next bit. <laughs> Another thing relating to Star Wars, and a sad thing. So, Alfie Curtis, uh, the actor who played Cornelius Avanza, passed away at the age of 87. And for those of you who don't know who he is, he's the... He doesn't doesn't like like you. you. I don't like you either. (laughs) Go on. Yes, yes. For those listening... Duty actually poked Tom to do it. <laughs> it, it was, he doesn't like you. It was very unpleasant. <laughs> Which you can really see in They also appear in Rogue One. Do they? Yeah. They oh, actual, yeah. oh, they do. Are they yeah, the actual actors or CG'd? Or? Oh, they'll probably CG'd. I don't think they're Yeah, the no, I don't think actors. it's the actual actor. No. no. And the other one was just a dude in a suit. Yeah, true, wasn't it? Speaking of dude in suits, on to the next one. Oh. <laughs> Number two. So, uh, on the film Bright, an entire, an entire special... Effects makeup studio was left out of the credits. What? Entire studio known as, known as Studio ADI. Sixty people were uncredited in the actual film. They that worked on major time, makeup though. and um, mm. masks. Yeah, that's a fair amount of work, though. So there's, there's actually actu- there are a lot of people in films that don't make the credits. So what they're yeah. kind of hoping now is because it's a Netflix film, they can adjust the credits and get them up on there. Uh, to be fair, because that, that that would suck for those sixty people. Yeah, that's it's it's well, you, harsh that, that the company doesn't even get a name. Now, you and uh, Tom and Matt, you guys have both seen Bright, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and me and Mister Johnson have not. What is your thoughts on these on the orc characters being that bluey grey sort of color? Would you prefer them to be traditional green? But are they traditionally green? I, when I think orc, I think World of Warcrafty style. But I wouldn't say that Lord of the Rings orcs are yeah, green. Yeah, I think Lord of the Rings, which are like mm. grey. Okay. They're like a grey. Because the they? goblins are green in Lord of the Rings, but I don't think the, the orcs the come orcs. in all different colours, really. Yeah, it didn't really bother me, to be honest. Yeah, I think they yeah. just look a bit funny. 
in okay. my opinion. I don't, I'm not too fussed about the color. Maybe it's a bit too vibrant of a color, but just the look of it is a bit eh. It's a bit off. I might give it a watch. I did try watching Death Note and I couldn't get like. Well, that's 15. because that's shit. I told I you that. <laughs> I got 15 minutes. Wait, wait, into wait. That. So this is better than Death Note? Hands down. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. I also started watching mm. Big Mouth. That's pretty good. Oh, you don't agree? Uh, I'm trying to think about it. Like, I'm trying to not to offend anyone in the room. No, offend everyone. Do it. Be an Ian. <laughs> no, nah, nah, you're, prob- you're, you're probably right. <laughs> death, <laughs> death Note's worse. Yeah. Death, death Note yeah. was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. Now, let's go Final to... Final piece of news. Number one. Ooh. Ooh. Number one. So long, Bowser. <laughs> Our number one piece of news is that it was a bit of a rumour, but I think it's kind of been confirmed since I wrote this down, that the Alien Covenant sequel has been canned. Yay! Cancelled. So pre-production was meant to begin in Sydney this month, but instead the um, all the assets from the previous previous film are being sold off. How do we feel the about assets. this? assets. So, like, they're physical assets? Or? Yeah, it's the physical assets. Ooh. So, they had a shed that was full of stuff that is yeah. all being auctioned off. Man, I'd love to break oh, into that we shed. Should, that we would should be buy fun. some of that stuff. Do you know that's the, the coolest suits and stuff they had? You know that scene where... Um, it sounds like Ian's liking Alien Covenant, guys. No, if you... <laughs> tested. Anyone who knows Tested. Yeah, Tested. Yeah, on YouTube. Adam they, Savage. They did a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff for this movie when it after it came out, because I think they filmed it when it was getting made, but they couldn't release it until it had already come out. Mm. Um, but they had all the fake blood, all the suits and everything. So there's the scene where the guy from um, the drug movie, you know, with the drugs, the guy. Scarrowing it down. Yeah. Scarface. <laughs> no, the comedy one. Um, Al Pacino. Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Al Pacino. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy from, yeah, the guy from Pineapple James Express. James Franco. Seth Rogen. Fuck off. <laughs> Danny McBride. Yes, thank you. Danny McBride. You know when he fixes the stupid fucking parachute thing? Oh, yes. And he has that really cool yellow suit? The like pieces on that actually pivot and everything? It's amazing. Pivot. So if pivot. you can buy that for a solid 30 bucks... <laughs> good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Ian, this room is cramped enough as it is. <laughs> Do, it. Do it. But yes. Are you, you must be very happy about this news, Tom. Because yes. you were such a fan I'm of Alien Covenant. S- I think the aliens are just look, overrated. Look, we need to I... move towards AI. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh-oh. Oh. Keep going. Oh. Keep going. I'll do the yeah, just that, lead, that leads a bit weak. Technical difficulties. All right, we're, ba- we're back in. Um, yeah, I am happy that they're taking it away from that man. I'd l- still like to see it. I'd was, like to see it in the future. Is this all because... Were they bought... Was they bought that Disney, property? Yeah. yeah, so Disney came yeah, in and saved the day and went... It could have something to do with Disney. This disaster yeah, is no longer going day. to continue. Although, actually, I don't know whether it would because I don't think... Is that the deal, deal still gone ahead? Well, it, it is going ahead, but deals that size take years. Yeah, true. Like, they wouldn't mm. have the creative control one. yet unless they just sort of went, look, we're not interested in continuing is this. There, is there also a, a Fox Maybe. film that is currently due to be put into production compared to Alien? So, like, Alien, clearly, they haven't started making this new film yet. And now it's been stopped. Is there any other films that's essentially previously Fox and is now possibly going to be Disney that have been stopped? X-Men? No, X-Men. I mean, it hasn't filming. been stopped, but... It's already finished filming. Finished? Well, I didn't yeah. know it finished. They've, I think they've already said that New Mutants is going to be the last one. Mm. Mm, interesting. Of that. Interesting. Like, Predator has already been finished as well with uh, Jordan... No, not Jordan Peele. Michael Keegan. Michael oh, Keegan's yeah, yeah. Predators. Yeah. 
Mm. So, like, uh, if, if, if before, it's, it might be that Fox movies that haven't started any production work yet might just be stopped. Yeah, could be. True. Yeah. Could definitely be. Any, anything, well, anything that they're not interested in continuing. Yeah. I'm hoping that the Alien franchise maybe gets revitalized with... Like a Star Wars. I think they should just leave it alone. No, but they need to redeem it now. Yeah, you need to, re- need to you fix need to re- it. You need to bring back uh, Sigourney Weaver and Red- Renata, I wonder if Renata Disney, Ryder. Do you reckon Disney will now actually give Alien to... Uh, a good director? What was the guy who really wanted to do the Alien movie? I've Neil Bum- Plumcamp. Yeah, I wonder if they'll actually give it to him now. And be like, bad luck. What has he done movie. lately, though? Uh, Chappie. Nothing good. Yeah. <laughs> District I kind 9. Of not well, a District fan. 9 is sick. Ah, that guy. I yeah, love District 9. District 9 was good, but Chappie was a well, bag of shit. I love District 9. The only reason why it disappointed me is because that was meant to be a Halo film. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was meant to, He actually... He had a, He had Peter Jackson producing it, and then it fell through, and then Peter Jackson and, and Neil just sort of went, okay, let's just do this own th- our own thing, and just made District 9. Oh, I own it, and I haven't seen it. It's oh, great. It actually is a great it, film. Yeah. And I've got your Blade Runner still here. I'm not though. a fan of his directing style, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Yes. JJ Abrams could be all right. right. So that is all of the news. Yes. We hope you've enjoyed the news. We're going to have a little breaky poos and uh, I'm going to have a word from our Podfix friends before we get on to the theme of this week, this week's weekly theme, the theme of this week's weekly theme. <laughs> Tom, what is the theme? The theme? Yes. We have, we have two themes. Our, uh, our first one will be Jumanji. You mean. <laughs> Jumanji? Yes, I mean. and then we will also have our top five moments in film from 2017 and we'll end that with our top film of the year yes Mm. and our very special end of 2017 edition so yes so let's get excited for that back to you duty we'll be right back hello my friends we are the who spiked the puns podcast my name is bradley J, and i'm here with nico hello guys and fuzzy dan hello and we are a pun podcast. We watch two movies a week. You go. Two movies. <laughs> How about you go? We watch two movies every week that have absolutely nothing to do with each other except for the fact that they have uh, a tenuous link in their titles. Dan, if you'd like to give us an example, perhaps. Uh, we recently did an episode that John Wickerman. John Wickerman. We did 10 Things I Hate About U-Turn. And our upcoming episode t- to be recorded tomorrow, The Evil Deadpool. We discuss each of these movies individually, and then we do what we like to call the mashup, and that what these movies might stylistically look like if they were had crossover characters or plots or scenarios, etc. Exactly. And this is all fueled by our rage and um, lots of drinks. Uh, we have drinking rules, so you can drink along at home. Or in the office, or wherever you listen to your podcast. <laughs> On the bus. <laughs> Driving to work. <laughs> Brown bagging it in public transport, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, we give uh, we give shop penalties for particularly good puns. We give shop penalties for particularly bad puns. <laughs> and lots of high fives thrown around, so, you know, it's all good. You can find us on iTunes, and you can find us on all your other podcast catches, Stitcher Radio, etc. You can also stream us right from our website, which is whospikethepuns.com. We hope you check it out. Hope to see you out there in podcast land. Enjoy! Stay cool till later. <laughs> we do hope you enjoyed those kind, kind words about a, them. A show, you, a show you should listen to on the Podfix Network. <laughs> you really struggled to get that yeah, one. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> is it obvious that we put them in in post? <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that. Uh, those words from our Podfix brethren. A bit better? Yeah, it's a bit better. Yeah. Um, I've could had be a sister in. Oh, sister in. Yeah, it could be. 
Yes. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, we're going to go on to, I think, the most anticipated <laughs> movie of the year. Me Ooh. and Tom oh, have yeah. really been looking forward to this. So looking forward to it. And, uh, it's been up there on everyone's list. The I got the mm. greatest facial reaction from Ian. Him leaning over towards me and Tom and shaking his head left and right like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> In the middle of the movie. <laughs> and that movie, of course, is what is it, Mr. Johnson? It is the movie everyone's waited to see. Jumanji. <laughs> Not the original, but... But the new one. Are you ready for a trailer? Yes. Yeah, let's just do that. Um, guys? I hate those drums. Let's do this. That was so intense. Wow, that was a really quickly rated PG-13. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, as- <laughs> Bruce Almighty. So, it goes without warning, I want to see spoilers, people! Are we just doing it? Yeah, just go full spoilers. All right. Yeah. Yeah, because much everyone's waiting to see this movie. Anything yeah. here out for both our <laughs> themes, just spoilers, 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 spoilers. No. So you might be thinking, Jumanji, why are we reviewing this? Like, this makes no sense. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> and I know exactly what you're thinking. The original is always better than the sequel, <laughs> except for in a couple of instances if you go back to our previous episodes. Um, but with... Uh, this is the new Jumanji. This is it's, it starts exactly where the the original one left off, which is the the game being swept up on a beach. Yes, yes. and it starts exactly at that point. Which was my worry going in that they wouldn't explain how it became a video game, mm. and it did. And I think it did a good enough explanation. Yeah, in my yeah. opinion. What yeah. do you guys think? Yeah, oh, I, I was I was happy with how. Oh, we're how doing it spoilers be. anyway. So essentially, the, what about, the board what about game the... just. Just transforms into whatever people use. Yes. So board games are so nineteen whatever the fucking year the kid says at the start. Yes. Essentially, the kid just goes board game, throws it away, and starts playing a video game. And Jumanji, the game, senses this and transforms itself into a game cartridge. One of the things that I must say that I was surprised by was that it transformed into the game cartridge. Because when I saw that it was a Sony film at the start, and then one of the guys' um, yeah. fridge was wearing Sony headphones, and they were using all their Sony phones, I was like, it's, it's going to be a PlayStation game. It's going to be a PlayStation yeah. game. It's 1996. Why is it not a PlayStation 1? Yeah. Yeah, that's that true, actually. So much better. I think they just wanted that nostalgic feel, obviously, with cartridges. Oh, it didn't even blow in it. Now I think about it. I'm so angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even blow it to make sure it works on the first go around. That would have been hilarious if they put it in and go, oh, it's not working, and he has to blow it and put it in. That would have been, been a joke that all the people our age and above would have got, and nobody else. Oh, let it, let it, let I it guarantee be, let you say that now, but if they actually had done it, you would have turned to Dutram and shook your head. Let it be known, <laughs> we had the best seating lineup I could think of. And I turned to Tom and said this. It was Matt, Tom, me, Mon, Ian, and then some randoms sitting next to Ian. Oh, and the guy those next randoms to were obnoxious laughers. So the most childish things were going to hear. <laughs> like, the guy next to me was probably about seven foot tall, eight foot wide, and he laughed at everything. Kevin Hart smiled. He was like, oh, you're the funniest comedian of the year. 
I fucking lost my... As soon as I <laughs> saw that they were sitting next to Ian, we lost it. <laughs> it was just the worst. <laughs> they ruined the movie for me. Otherwise, this would have been Oscar noms. Oscar noms. Oscar noms. Oscar That's noms. what we call it in the business. <laughs> so uh, before, before you go away from talking about the actual console itself, I yeah. remember sharing this uh, trailer when it first got announced with my friends and going, this is bullshit. They're making another Jumanji and yeah. look at what they're doing. And my one of my friends' responses was, you're right, this is bullshit. Those consoles were never four-player. <laughs> It's true. Actually, yeah, that's very that's true. true. I, wa- yeah. I was actually thinking that when I went there. I'm just like, are they just going to pass the controller along and take it a turn base? That's I, I, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's, was that's that, would, that would have been great just just have each character. You could only have two moving at once. <laughs> well, <laughs> dude, we'll share a controller when we die. We swap it. Yeah. Um, but that would have been one way to fix Jumanji if it was a PlayStation 1. Yeah, there we go. You reckon but that would have been better? That would have been a way to slightly tweak the film. That would not have awesome. made it any better. It would have made us enjoy the movie in. Oh, that I'm would have fixed everything. But <laughs> our listeners might not know what the the plot or why The Rock is acting like a 17-year-old boy in this film is. Tom, can you tell us why that is? Well, I think uh, it's the last show of the year. I think Duty has... I think Matt has should it. definitely... Well, I was going to say, Duty's escaped <laughs> yeah. it often enough, so yeah, I think true, actually. should. He's always handballing of what's the story? Go on, duty. All right. What's the story, Morning um, Glory? The year is 1946. Um, the Germans. 46. 1946. Yep. Uh, the, the Germans have, uh, have uh, invaded. Put their tail between their legs and mm. gone, and, and, and they're lost. Um, no, so the, the story is it's four kids uh, at, a, at a school. They're completely separate sort of kids. One's a jock, one's a nerd, one's a female nerd, and one is a, a Instagram. Social media fucking person. Influencer. Influencer, thank you. <laughs> She's just like a... Uh, what, selfie queen. Yeah. So, yeah, selfie queen. She's a plastic. Yeah, she's yeah, a plastic. She's a mean girl. You'd scroll through her Instagram account and she'd have the same photo in every single post. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hashtag no filter. And they all get detention, um, and they all get detention from Captain Holt's uh, partner from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, their job is to remove staples from magazines And literally 30 seconds into the job It's, hey, there's a game console Let's boot it up and play <laughs> Yeah Bingo, yeah. presto, there's a story But the very start of the film You get the, the board game washing up on the beach Some dad finds it and gives it to his son Who's this big metalhead And he's like, nah And then he wakes up to he wakes up and it's a game cartridge instead of a board game. And he puts it in and green lights flash and Davy Jones. Davy Jones. <laughs> I find that an interesting first reaction though. Like say you wake up in the middle of the night and you're hearing drums. Do you open the box and then put in that cartridge? I, w- I would fuck sort of no. freak the fuck out and be like, I'd what be the like, hell's going on here? I'm, I'm not even, I'm not living in my own house at the moment. <laughs> I'm living at my sister's house because she's out in Germany. So, so, bongo drums and it is go to the house. Every fucking noise. There's a, she has a cat and it just fucking does things in the middle of the night like cats do. And every noise, I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I wake up 10 times in the night in sweats. I'm just like, people are breaking in. We got to do that. We got to go to the house with like some. Uh, oh, yeah. We take your Yui What's Boom. The <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> you know I will. We get your Yui Boom and the Jumanji theme and put it next to the window. Oh, God. <laughs> and we get Tom running around the house with green lights. <laughs> Please. Someone's got to dress up as a monkey. <laughs> 
Please, um, God, no. But yeah, this film has The Rock, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, uh, Karen Gillian, who is Nebula from Guardians of the Galaxy, as well as Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks? Colin Hanks, Tom Hanks. Oh, son. right. Yeah. He's at the very end. <laughs> I, I feel like you're forgetting a, the a Jonas brother. Jonas in brother in there. Yeah. Is that a Jonas brother? Yes. Yeah, that's a Jonas is, brother. He's not in any Nick, of the trailers, Nick is he? Nick Jonas. No. I think he's Nick Jonas. I, that's oh no, he is. He's you see him for like half a second piloting the helicopter. Is he the one that was in right. Dunkirk? I don't know. He, that, that was, was a, a One Direction kid, wasn't it? Oh, okay, same. okay. <laughs> one of those teeny popper guys. No. <laughs> wow, we sound so old. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> Nickelodeon. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the premise. Uh, should we go into positives? What we did like, uh, Tom? Do you want to go first? Let me posi- let me find it. We'll use this sound clip for positive. Okay. Put the dice in your mouth. <laughs> Tom? What I did like about it. Okay. Um, well, I laughed. I did. I found it funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was telling you, you, Tom was going, this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> don't get don't, No. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It did, it did suck. But I laughed. It did. It did have a couple of ones in there that were pretty good. Yeah. Kevin Hart and Cake. I'm fine. I'm I fine, guys. jumped. I jumped when that happened. Oh, we're doing spoilers. He yeah. explodes when he eats cake. Kevin, ha- Kevin Hart's weakness is cake, and he doesn't know why. And he eats a piece of bread, and the guy goes, "It's pound cake." And he goes, "Oh my god, it's cake. Am I going to explode? Am I going to die?" It's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. My weakness is cake because you know I'm drawn to cake, and then he just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found it funny. I found Kevin Hart funny, and I also did find some of Jack Black funny. Not all of it. Some of Jack. Black. I found Jack like pretty fucking funny. I didn't even find him <laughs> funny. Just there, like, because Jack Black is supposed to be the the selfie queen, so he's got the the eyebrows and the so he d- he puts mm. his hand on his hip the whole time. Every time he talks, he looks like a fucking tea <laughs> teapot. Teapot. Thank yeah. You. Tea kettle. <laughs> and I think, and I think the um, <laughs> I think they all did relatively well of being those four characters from the start inside those bodies. Yes. yes. Yeah, I think the only one that kind of slipped the most, I would say, was Kevin Hart because he kind of just became Kevin Hart a little bit. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But, but I, I, can, I can picture Kevin Hart thinks he's like seven foot tall. Oh, he does. He does think he's seven foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> I met him. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. I, th- I think it was funny and they were able to somewhat carry on the characterizations from the kids into the actual Yeah, I think the weaker adults. point was the actual kids rather than them. The kids were a bit meh, in my opinion. I didn't. We're on positives. Sorry. Yeah, positives. All <laughs> Sorry, right. positives. Uh, Stick with the positives. Mr. Johnson. The Rock has delicious abs. I don't, <laughs> you don't actually see his abs. No. No. Do you? No. No. You see, not really just, an ab just guy. his arms. Yeah. Uh, positives. I I am glad that they gave us a decent explanation of how it became a video game. Yeah. I I went in there with low expectations, thinking, oh, they've just done it because they wanted to do that. Mm. And which they did, but at least they gave an explanation for it and it followed on. I expected a bit more of a nod towards the original Jumanji than the nod that was in there. Which um, was Alan... Alan... Par- uh, part... Alan Partridge? Yeah. Partridge in a pear tree. Um, uh, was he? Yeah. Yeah. That's essentially all and, it was, was the, the character Jonas that Robin, was living in his house. Yeah. Robin Williams' character's name was scribbled into a tree. Yeah. And that was it. Wasn't there... The piece of the elephant was like a piece of the 
board. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it okay. was. It was I didn't taken so. from the original movie. That was all right. I was kind of expecting maybe he was like, they get there and there's like a giant statue of Robin Williams or something and he was like their savior and then he disappeared and that's why it all went to shit. Oh, that, that's actually kind of cool idea. <laughs> Might have mm. made more sense. That would have been cool. But, um, yeah, so I don't know if that was a good enough nod, but, you know, at least they mentioned it. Mm. I'm glad they at least mentioned it. More positives. Yeah, Jack Black was funny sometimes. I think there was a particular scene in there that was just a mess, in my opinion. It was a good idea, but they spent too long on it and it just didn't work, and that was him trying to teach the female action girl how to seduce men. How to flirt. Yes. Yeah. And it, it didn't really work and it went for way too long. Positives. Then. Sorry, positives. I keep slipping into negatives. If you can't think of any more positives, we'll move I, along. I, I, I did actually like how the um, other humans in it were all NPCs. Yeah, and, that was and good. had a limited mm. script. And I did like um, what the what's the actor from? He's from Yes Man. Flight of the Concords. Yes, yeah, Flight of the Concords. That's yeah. what I know him as. But yes, he is also in Yes Man. Uh, New Zealand actor, comedian. So he was really good was in actually, it. He was, he was really funny, good yeah. in it. Yeah. And that's about all the positives I can think of. I mean, it looked... You know what? It looked okay. okay. Visual, Visual-wise, it didn't look that bad. Matt? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to start this off with a negative, but it's not to do with the movie. So, okay. hear me out. So, I do not like Kevin Hart. Yep. Mm. Kevin Hart was the best part of this film. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree that I don't like Kevin Hart. Um, and I think it was because he wasn't doing his usual screaming, yelling as much. He was actually just delivering yeah. lines. He wasn't actually yelling them. Yeah, true. He focused more on the character rather than just yeah. like trying to be angry, short guy. Yeah. Um, and the rest, like, I mean, I just don't like Jack Black. Like, plain and simple. Wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I have been off Jack Black for a while, but I actually didn't think he was that bad in this film. He, to me, did a better job in comedy than The Rock did in this. The Rock and comedy, I just. Yeah. He's just the rock. Mm. I just realised I just went and did what you did and just yeah. went straight to a negative yeah. accidentally. Any positives? Don't worry, I was fine. Well, I gave my positive. Hard. Kevin Hart was the positive. Kevin Hart was the positive. That's it. <laughs> and, that, and that's yeah. bad. Uh, I yeah, I had fun with this film. A lot of things I'd seen was it's a fun romp and it was a fun romp. It was a fun romp. It was fun. It, it was fun-ish. Um, I, liked, I liked it when they all, uh, all saw their, their strengths and weaknesses and the, the rocks got, you know, smouldering intensity and, like, you just get that, the, the eagle scream and then just the stare off to the side. Into the distance. Yeah, <laughs> that is a man right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then it's, like, weaknesses, none. And then you see, like, Jack Black's weakness in endurance. <laughs> and then uh, weakness for Kevin Hart is speed. And everyone is running faster. Even Jack Black is running faster than Kevin Hart. I'm the backpack guy. Um, so there was a bit of comedy in this I liked. I did like how they explained things and it, and it ended. Um, oh, the movie started at the end of pretty much the first film. Um, yeah. yeah. It yeah, it was more fun than I expected, that's for sure. In yeah. fact, here's the hard thing. Because we all grew up with the original Jumanji, we have so much nostalgic love. Nostalgia. Nostalgia, but nostalgic love for Robin Williams in that film as well. Mm. Do you actually think that if we hadn't grown up with it as children, that the original Jumanji would have been that good of a movie. I think it's a original concept and it's a good story. Yeah. 
And I think it works better. I think it works mm-hmm. better because, Taking yeah, you're right. I think elements from the world and, and putting it into the real and world. And one of the things that I was going to add into my negatives, so, but I'll well, just we're say now. Let's go, go to negatives, right. yeah. Um, is Wait, I need, to, I need to just do my negative sound effect. Aunt Nora, it's me, Peter. Peter. That's, that's when the little kid is a monkey. Um, yes. Yeah, no, and it's... Probably on that is I felt in the first movie I probably should have rewatched it, but they felt like there were stakes. Yes, there was it, there was a bit darker of it things happening. It was a happening, bit darker movie, and you felt like everybody was mm. actually at risk. Whereas I didn't feel that in there this was film nothing, at all. There was yeah. nothing dramatic about this film. It was just things, funny <coughs> things happening every now and then. But the, yeah. you're right. There was no real solid dramaticness to it. Yeah, which yeah. I think is one of the main differences that I would find between yeah. this one and the other one. And the other one, yeah, was a lot darker. It was quite dark, particularly with Robin Williams disappearing and coming back so much later. And yeah, and but the bats e- even, the even the colour, mm. like not even just the dark, but the colour palette was darker. Yeah, there were scenes at night that were mm. a lot more intense. Monsoon, like the whole house fills up. There's a fucking crocodile. It's not an alligator. It's a crocodile. Speaking of crocodiles, <laughs> how bad did they look there? Yeah. They looked yeah. absolutely horrendous. When I have expected over that, the pillar. With, the, with that, yeah, that little plank they all walk across, and everyone walks across it fine. I was expecting it to crack when Jack Black went across it, because like, they show <laughs> they show that the, the wood happen. is weak, and like everyone walks off it fine. And then the last person to walk is Jack Black, and I'm like, he's going to get grabbed by the rock or a group of people or something, because it looks like a flimsy piece of wood. What was yeah. the point? Let me ask you, what was the point of that scene? Because it made it seem like something was going to happen, but it didn't, and it served no purpose or. Anything really the, for character The Jack Black and the or... Jonas brother because the Jack Black character was falling in love with the Jonas brother because but she's I don't just think it really did add to Well, that. because I mean, the rest of that sequence made sense because the rest of that sequence was meant to show you how long he had been there and that he knew all yeah. the traps and was like, don't step here, do but this, that do part this, didn't do this. add anything for me. But also, in my opinion, absolutely made no sense that that character had been trying to escape and he said that he had died twice trying to get the plane. How the fuck. Did he learn that passageway? Yeah. And Unless he went with other NPCs. But that's saying that he didn't die. Well, he never got the final mm. piece, the bizarre piece, wasn't it? He yeah. said he's no, never done that. So, he's clearly gone there. Yeah. But, but, that, but that's the thing. Like It's sort of implying that he was able to just learn that on one life without dying. Mm. Which yeah. I feel sort of... It's a 1996 video game. Patterns are easy. So, how come... <laughs> not cupping. Here's my question. They come into the game and they get given the jewel straight away. How come the Jonas guy didn't get given the jewel straight away when he started the game? What was, was he comes Maybe in and he, he goes... Maybe he lost it. You get a, he just appears in the game and then nothing happens Maybe for him? He, Maybe he uh, resets. Maybe the game like actually reboots, resets. Just, I don't fucking also, know. Because the plot requires but it. Also the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the cut scene... Shows that the guy took the gem, and the gem was what gave him the power over the island. How but come then he kept his power? After yeah, he still had gone. the power. Yeah, and that, they had the gem and had no power. Yeah. So it's specifically the person who removes it gets the power. Yeah, I, I didn't, have the power. It made no sense. As it was again because the plot requires now, it. But so you said the crocodiles were bad. I actually thought the visuals weren't too bad. Apart the crocodiles was the worst. The, the crocodile yeah. that jumped up, I think, was the worst looking CG. Of I it. didn't think the visuals were that bad. I expected worse. The, the rhinos were pretty bad. Well, I, I, I expected some one of them to make a Lion King remark because it was a <sighs> yeah. gorge with a, a, a stampede. Yeah, I was expecting. That I was as well. waiting for the line again, but yeah, I, this yeah, you know, with the helicopter flipping on its side and everything, I didn't think it looked too bad. For you got to realize it's not gonna, it's not a, 
you know, Star Wars budget or anything like that. What about like the world's biggest man riding a dirt bike up a very, very steep mountain? It's a, dude, that it's, was a, it's a video game. <laughs> I can ride a push bike up the mountain in Grand Theft Auto Five. I think that's that's another reason why I think it got away with a lot of stuff is because you just go, oh, it's a video game. It can do what it likes. The one thing that I, I will say, the only thing, and I actually said this aloud in the cinema, what the fuck? Was when they introduced the bad guy. They're like the bad. Oh, you know, I came here to scope out the land with Van Pelt, and I'm like, oh, Van Pelt. We're gonna get Van Pelt, and then it's some fucking random guy, and I'm like, that's not Van Pelt. Who's Van Pelt? Van Pelt is the safari hunter oh, from the it? first movie. That's Van Pelt. Ah, the game hunter, and I'm mm. like, we're gonna get Van Pelt, and that's gonna be the bad guy chasing the rock. Awesome. We're getting Van Pelt back, and it's some random guy with a green eye. Yeah. Like that's not Van Pelt. Yeah. Get mm. where were the cheeky monkeys? Where yeah. were the giant flies? You know, where were the, the lions? Giant mm. mosquitoes, they're gone. When they when he one of the characters is Jonas Kid is allergic to mosquitoes, I was like, Oh, it's gonna be the giant mosquitoes. No, just a normal mosquito. Yeah. Mm. But everyone <laughs> in the cinema went <gasps> Yeah. Which was pretty cool. But uh, I think we've already spent too long on this movie in my opinion. Yes. Most of it is bad. <laughs> yeah, well, about Twenty minutes into the film, a PE te- there's a scene in the school, and the PE teacher says to one of the characters, "I don't even know why you're here." And I sat there in the cinema and I said to myself, "I don't know why I'm here." <laughs> no, the best thing there's you a lot said, of cringy dialogue. The best thing you said in the cinema was Tom. Tom and I both said, "I can't believe how packed the cinema is," and you're like, "Yeah, we have to sit for a podcast." And Matt's eating his popcorn, looking at the cinema, going, "You." Fucking despicable. <laughs> no, no, I, I actually said out loud, I'm like, you're all scum. <laughs> Why are you giving The Rock more money? He has enough money. But the, some of the worst thing about this movie is some of the dialogue is just corny, so cringy. you got to find out who you well, are. That, that's essentially what it is. It's um, it's either jokes or corny. Yeah. And it just and fluctuates the original between movie, the two. The original movie wasn't that I'm gonna corny. I'm going to watch it now. It was a little corny. Because it was it's a kids' movie, but it wasn't to this degree of just you know ticking the boxes of mm. lovey dovey corny crap. Sounds it corny had, and cheesy. Yeah, mm. corny cheesy corn. It's a family film. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I had about I was on the end of the aisle, so I was on. A, I had an aisle seat, and I had about ten different kids running up and down the the aisle to go like the stairs. Would you say those kids film. running? Would you say that it was run? It's a stampede! <laughs> what do you think as well? In about 10 to 15 years' time, the kids who watch this film will grow up and go, yeah, that movie was awesome when I was a kid. I the don't same think it's thing the same. we have with our Jumanji. I still think the Street Fighter film is amazing. Oh, God. It's I know not, it's bad. It's not good at all. But I enjoyed it as a kid, so to answer your question, yes, I think they it's will enjoy it. <laughs> Look, but it, there's, there's uh, a perfect example yeah. for you. It wasn't... It like, wasn't, I know that Street Fighter's bad. But I still yeah. enjoyed it because I enjoyed it as a kid. They yep. made the sumo wrestler fucking Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but as a kid, you didn't know that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, should we go to review? Yeah, let's just review. We, it. We've talked about this for too, too long. long. Too long. Most anticipated film, and we've reviewed it in about twenty minutes. Tom, um, as a drink, is yeah. that what I'm doing? As what a drink, what you drink, what you drink, drink, drink. I'm gonna give it a lemon lime and bitters. Ooh, because it's nice for the whole family. You don't need to be 18 to drink it. Yeah. Yep. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. <laughs> and yeah, it's got that little little tiny bit of alcohol because it's, it's, I'm just making this drink alcoholic besides saying a Coca-Cola. Okay. I'm going to give it a vanilla Coke. 
because <laughs> you just meant not not alcoholic, not alcoholic at all. <laughs> so um, kids, 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 alcoholic. It packs no real punch because there's no alcohol in it at all. I like it has coke. a little nostalgia feel of having vanilla coke, and then you have vanilla coke again. You go, oh, that's a little too sweet, actually. How did I ever drink that? So that's why it's a vanilla coke for me. Okay, Matt. Once upon a time, I made a very poor decision at a friend's house during a house party. Oh, he's going to include We'd, alcohol. Yeah, it's going to it's going to include alcohol. Um, I didn't have any mixes. I had a bottle of Jack Daniels, and I chose to mix it with Baraka. Oh. It was a bad choice, just like seeing that film. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know what, Rock? I I, I love you, Rock. Um, I know because every time you go to the gym, you take a selfie and you do hashtag the Rock, hashtag give me cock. <laughs> Uh, that was my. Th- I just thought rock underarm gear. And I know. So I'm working at it. It fits him a lot better. Well, you know what? Well, everybody hurts sometimes. <laughs> That's why you're going to the gym. Yeah. 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 You know what? If he likes one of them, I'm going to rub in your fucking. I face. know you will. It's going to happen eventually. You know, if you put up a photo every five minutes saying hashtag the rock, eventually he might see. I didn't something. do one today. <laughs> this is my Dragon Ball Z gear. Um, I am going to give this a. I'm not a huge fan of it. But a Kraken straight, straight. How we were drinking Kraken straight a couple of. I remember weeks back. that episode. Yeah, that was a terrible. You didn't idea. enjoy it. No. no yeah, because you don't drink spiced rum straight. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we still saw Jumanji, even though you don't see Jumanji. You don't see. <laughs> I, I, don't, I tried to back out of it. You, you wouldn't let us. <laughs> it's once it's said on the podcast. Wait, it's basically on. set in concrete, like Alan was in the floorboards. Set you? in floorboards. You're responsible for this? <laughs> <laughs> Not me, man. damn drums, move along. <laughs> All right, so let's... Look, I, I, I had fun with this film. I don't. If it's on Netflix, I'll watch it again, but I won't buy it. It won't be a buy. If It'll I had be. a kid that was 10, sure, I'd, I'd let them watch it because I don't think it was that bad of a film. Mm. Yeah. It just wasn't good. But if we move on to the most anticipated probably part of the episode, that wasn't Jumanji. Oh. Tropic- oh, also the film would be better if it had Tropic Thundercats. <laughs> That was that was my way of saying. We're moving film. along, dude. <laughs> if we had Tom Cruise and Robert Downey Jr. Moving along, all right. Our most top five movie moments, moments in 2017. So that's films. A that good came way out to end year. our final episode of the year. Yes. Yes, and making us a little different than some of the other <laughs> podcasts out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So should we move on? Let's do it. Our top moments in. Film 2017. An 18-wheeler spins out of control, and it's all like, brush in this huge tanker full of diamonds. Those aren't ideas. Those are special effects. These are a few of my favorite things. Oh, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the way we're going to do this is like we do all the other ones. We're going to go round table, start at number five. When we get to number one, we do a recap and give us a number one. And then we're going to give our film of 2017, our uh, personal endorsement, our uh, little tick of approval, our certified fresh. <laughs> fresh. <laughs> Can't think of anything else. Our fresh lettuce. Ooh, that's a little too far. Um, so, Mr. Commons, let us go with you first. All right, and obviously, yep. let's just wait, be wait, saying... Wait. I'll go. Okay. Which comments? This is this is what first. happens when you joke. <laughs> yeah. Right on, Matt. You go first. No. And just a reminder that these will probably be full of spoilers. Mm. Yes, spoilers uh, for uh, every film that we list. All right. Joyler alert. I'll go then. Joyler alert. Um, now, first things first. I have a shocking memory. 
first things so first. The, I'm so realist. everything's in the last month. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I've sort of picked things that I have remembered the strongest. So my first one. Ones you'd call most memorable. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Remember all. Matt, you really should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Go on. Shut up. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, so my number five one is I'm going to say is from Spider-Man Homecoming, which was when he is locked in the vault and he is talking to his AI and going through different abilities on it. Um, Just because I remember when we were actually reviewing the film, that was my favorite part of the film. Mm. I liked it. I felt that it was about to pack Mm. in a lot of character development and learn a lot about how he's operating in that scene. I think it was a very... I don't know whether it was intended as such, but I felt like it was a very strong scene in that film. Yeah. Mm. I, in my opinion, that was the strongest of that film as well. I completely forgot about that scene. Yeah, it's a really good scene. And it is a really, good, really really good scene. And he's in there for what he thinks is... Well, the, the montage goes for a wee while and you think it's like a couple of hours and it turns out to be like three five, minutes. Five or minutes or something. Or five minutes. <laughs> mm. It's um, got one of like the best scenes in the movie where it's a bird's eye view and it's just kind of highlighting like... The costume and he's wearing the school blazer. Yeah. And it's like the contrast between like the bright yellow mm. and the Spider-Man suit. It looks awesome. And the camera's kind of twirling as it's rising and it looks awesome. I need to watch yeah. that again. Yeah, really good scene. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie again since the cinemas. So I feel like that's one of my ones to rewatch for sure. Full show. Full show. Mr. Johnson. My number five top moment of 2017 is... Monkey horseback riding, <laughs> War for the Planet of the Apes, and purely on my I list. I was thinking trials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Purely this is on my list because it is a beautiful cinematography, just beautiful scenery. Um, it's, it's a great montage that takes up probably about 20 minutes of the film. There's just so many excellent shots mm. um, of them on their journey, both emotionally and visually. And they just ride the horses through some... There's uh, them going through the forest and there's like a Coke van truck. Oh, that's right. And then they go through the snow. They go through some just amazing scenery and it just looks great. The whole movie as all well looks great. But I think that really highlights how good that mm. film looked. Mm. So I, I picked it because it's pretty. Yeah, I have a sure. horsey. I haven't seen hey. it yet. I really need to see have that you film. It? You should see it. Yeah. It's a watched, good film. I watched the other two actually earlier this year. Yeah, so I've only I didn't see film. any of them at the I, cinema. I, I really prefer the them. other two. Do okay. you? Yeah, I didn't like the first one. I, was, I prefer the second one to the third one. There was too much that I was I pulled apart of the third movie. Yeah, um, I, I think it was actually my favorite of the three. But I think a majority of the people would say the second was their favorite. Mm. It's a bit like a, a bit of a Star Wars debate with mm. the OG Tridge. <laughs> OG Tridge. Yeah, or trilogy or whatever. Matt, your turn. <laughs> um. Mine are in no particular order, but... um, Top five. All right, well, well, set it in stone then. Um, The opening scene of Logan. Ooh. In the limo. Yes. Um, So, it kind of... It sets the scene, like, of where Logan's at with throughout the movie. Um, He's passed out in the back of the limo. He's got the bottle of Jack Daniels, I think it is, or something. Like, it's very subtle. Um, But he gets out as... Um, some guys is trying to steal wheels off the car. It's so brutal. Yeah, and he's and he's basically kind of going, guys, you you really don't want to be doing this. And like he actually says, he says this thing where he's like, they're chrome plated wheels, and if you 
the lugs if you're trying to take them off. You're just going to shave the chrome off. Yeah. And um, then they shoot him and he gets he gets back up and he's like, you really don't want to do this. And he pulls his claws out really slowly and it sets up, you know, throughout the movie how, you know, he's not quite mm. what he used to be. And um, he gets hit by the um, tire iron. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the chrome flakes fly out. Oh. Yeah. And um, then, you know, he ends up, he f- ends up fighting them, cuts up, cuts this dude's arm off, and another dude goes to shoot him or goes to shoot at him, and he goes to protect the car. So he throws his body in front of the the car to take the bullets. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, to yeah. not so the car doesn't get damaged. And then someone shoots a shotgun and it hits the car, and that's when he loses it. Yeah, and ki- and just it really annihilates does, it, everyone. It sets. Yeah. The perfect tone for the film. It yeah. does. It explains, it, like you said, explains where he's at, how he's physically, emotionally, yeah, and sets up the limo for basically the first half of the film. I think the limo is a pretty key element. Mm. Mm. I, I I approve. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about that. I can. I think I did. Did I? He's just got Star Wars in all five moments. I have a Logan scene, but not that one. Can you tell? He's <laughs> got a bloody Star, Star Wars, Wars notebook. notebook. Uh, my number five is the opening scene from It. Oh, good pick. With uh, Pennywise and Georgie. I am Georgie. Um, and not only that, I watched the original it before watching this this new one. I love that this is one of your top five moments because I was listening back to all of our episodes and we had Ollie on for an episode and you said, I'm not seeing it, I'm not going to go see this movie, you'll have to take me to a chair, Ollie. <laughs> and we made you see it and you fucking loved it. I did. You did. I did. Uh, I'm not a big clown person. <laughs> um, but I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and then seeing sort of uh, Pennywise's eyes change when, like, he's realised he's getting hungry. His eyes change to a different colour and they, they separate. And then when he goes to get the boat, you actually see him rip his arm off. And I'm like, whoa, this is happening to, like, a six-year-old kid and we're seeing it. This is pretty fucking brutal. And it sets up the whole whole sort of tone for the film. It really does. Again, it's another one just like Logan where it really sets up the tone of the film. Mm. I was not expecting it to be violent in mm. that his whole arm comes off. For some reason, I expected it to be like the old the, one that yeah. was a bit more old school like, PG'd. Yeah, well, I didn't say in the original one, but I was just expecting him to be pulled down straight yeah, away. I was yeah. just expecting, was expecting like expecting quick of, just... Yeah. The origin, yeah, the original one, he literally just grabs his arm, you see his teeth, and then it just cuts to a casket and that's it. Yeah, it was great. It it threw me from the get go, which really did set that tone of that film. Mm. And you see, like all the blood going down the the stormwater drain as well, and the yeah. heavy rain. Yeah, it's pretty pretty freaky. I'm starting to realize how many amazing movies came out this year. It's been a pretty good, it's uh, been a great year. Pretty good year for film. Uh, Mister Commons the second. <laughs> Mister Commons the second. Com the two. All right, so I'm going to say this a moment from a more recent film, incredibly recent, in fact. We saw it two weeks ago. Ooh. So this one is from Star Wars. Oh. Uh, spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> We've said spoilers so many yeah. times. If you're still listening, it's your own damn fault. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see spoilers, people. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was the um, ship going through hyperspace into the fleet. Ah. Mm. Um, and this is close to making my list as well, this scene. I've seen it twice in the theatre, and I've also actually seen it a couple of times on YouTube just to rewatch it and see what actually happens in it. And just. Just the silence oh, and beautiful. showing, like, it's because it's not just the main one that gets split. It's everything next mm. to it and behind it just goes, mm. yeah. yeah. 
and just the way that they use the lighting and the contrast in, in that scene. It's just... Did you see it, all the uh, warnings that cinemas oh, had to yeah. put up? Because yeah. people thought that the sound was cutting out and that it was an issue with the film. So cinemas had to like yeah, type just, up something and word and put it up just saying, FYI, there's a segment where the sound cuts off. This is a, really? A yeah, they actually like, time-stamped it. Yeah, at this really? point in time... It's like, this time, is intentional. Yeah. Because people thought it was an issue with the actual film, so they had to say that. Well, and I just love the fact that it just, it links back to uh, episode four or episode five when um, Han Solo was saying that you need to do the calculations, otherwise you'll go through a star or a moon. Mm. It shows what actually happens when there's something in the way. Yeah. Mm. I was uh, was looking at a, I was reading an article online as well saying that... um, that scene is beautiful, but would that scene be better if instead of uh, Holdo, uh, the the girl from Jurassic Park, if it was Admiral Akbar? That would have been alright because the actor who played Admiral Akbar passed away between episode seven and episode eight, so that's why his character so, yeah. died in the film. But mm. if Holdo is replaced with Akbar, that would have been great. Oh yeah, you would have cared more because but here's I didn't the thing. care about Holdo. I at didn't all. really think about this until somebody, a uh, family friend of mine, pointed it out to me. Uh, mm. He said, "If this has always been, oh, if." This has always been the case, but even in this sp- specific circumstances, if we're saying it's the size of the ship and that's why it caused the amount of damage, mm. we'll say that. Why not? Why did a person have to do it and why couldn't a droid stay behind and part the ship? Captain goes down with the ship. Yep. <laughs> part of the ship, part of the crew. Yep. It just makes no sense the plot to it, lose... Then. Yeah, because the plot required <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, why, was... why wouldn't they just firing ships at them? Just build ships and just fire it at them. Yeah. It does because it the shuttles didn't have hyperspeed, nor do they have shields. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or look, weapons. you could you could dissect it any any different up. way. Mm. Yeah, but you could X just get your X wings and just. But they blew up, huh? The X wings no, blew no, up. It's just in general terms. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Let's move along. I feel like this we? is an unrequired <laughs> argument. But they blew up, Mr. Johnson. Uh, my number four is Flash versus Superman from Justice League. So wow! Those, a those Justice League movie, a Justice in League your movie moment, maybe my top five. Wow! The DC hater has a fucking. I'm not a DC you hater. You totally are. I love Don't the Nolan verse. <laughs> I I have chosen this, even though the film itself was not in any way great. This scene stood out by miles, in my opinion. It was a really clever, well done scene. Um, so essentially, scene. to describe the scene. Uh, Superman is brought back to life and he's uh, evil, a little bit evil. So oh, okay. the entire evil. Justice League, evil. So the entire Justice League has to kind of try and restrain Superman. Mm. Um, and Flash goes, that's all right, I'll just run real fast. Like I Pet always cemetery. Push things out of the way. <laughs> Pet cemetery, yeah. Uh, so he goes to run past and we see it in slow motion, him running past Superman. And then you just see Superman's eyes keeping up with him and then he slowly turns and then they have this kind of slow-mo fight and it's got the uh, the john williams superman score in that in that fight yeah as well. it's just a really well done scene i think and the, flash's face the scene itself are the bits that aren't flash superman still a bit mediocre but that in particular that exchange was really well done in my opinion mm. and that is why it is my number four i'm really surprised that mm. justice league made that list mm. constantly surprising you mr commons the senior Okay, number four is uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, a film by Peter Parker. Oh, yeah, that's um, a good pick. Yeah, Yeah. so I loved, like, I was on the episode where we reviewed it. Your Um, first episode, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, correct. And, um, yeah, 
I, when I was watching it in the cinema, like I couldn't, you couldn't wipe the smile off my face. Like I enjoyed it so much. The interaction between Peter and Happy, and like how Happy hated every second of looking after this little kid <laughs> that mm. um, Tony Stark's like tasked him to look after, and like you know, just the things like where he comes into the room and he's like, you know. You know, the walls are paper thin here. I can hear every word you're saying and this and that. And, you know, showing like behind the scenes of Civil War where he's, you know, oh, that guy's really big now. I got to go. And he like yeah. you know, drops the phone and then you watch someone fly yeah. off. I can't even yeah. remember what character it is, but it was really well edited. Yeah, because it actually Straight. ends with the next scene that follows. Yeah. So it's um, Peter and Tony Stark in the car. In the back of the car, and they're filming that, and then he pull, pulls the the it cuts to the actual film properly, mm. and it's got Peter holding his phone, and he drops it, and he's just like, "You're letting me keep the suit." Like yeah. it, they transition it yeah. really well, really well, yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's just a really fun time it, that little again, scene. Again, this is another, the third one that where the start of the film really sets up the tone of the film again. Yes, yes, true. An excellent pick. We all seem to, we, we don't seem to be having so well. any controversial picks so far. Yeah. Surprising for me, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that yeah, actually I'm surprised that nobody uh, went against my choice of putting Justice League in there, but No, that was awesome, especially with his eyes following him. Mm. When he first starts running. Yeah. Awesome. Number four, doody doody doody. I don't know if any of you will agree with this, but uh, Here we go. It might be it. Here yeah. he comes to stir the pot. I don't think it'll be much of a stir pot, but I don't know if it'll be in anyone's lists or thoughts. Uh, but it is Yondu, Rocket, and Groot on the on their ship when Baby Groot is looking for the prototype Finn. Uh, and he yeah. gets him a toe, and he gets him a chair, and he gets him a table. It is hilarious. It and is then great when he gets his fin, and they play uh, come, uh, come a little bit closer, and he's whistling, and the arrows going through everything. That is an amazing piece of music and film and comedy yeah. put together. That Definitely. is very that is much a Guardians moment. That whole scene. Yeah, the two characters who are sort of. Pretty much the same, but they're not the same, as they say in the film. Yeah. Sort of working together and that awesome thing. If they're all lined up and the arrow goes through all of them, then comes around yeah. and goes through walls. And they're just standing in the security room watching all the cameras and you can just see the arrow go through them all. I just I think remember it's beautiful. I remember seeing it in the trailer of them dropping next to him as he's walking and then just being like, Oh, that looks like it'll be a cool scene. I'm like, that was cooler than I thought it was going yeah, to be. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's something that James Gunn, I, I like the most about what he does is the way that his characters interact. They just, it feels like they've, they're not one-dimensional characters. Like, it's so easy to make one-dimensional mm. characters. But James Gunn makes every single Guardian and even the offspurt characters really have depth to them. Mm, he, but it, he did a fantastic job of setting that up in the first film. And yeah. then in the second film with Yondu. Like, he really developed him, and I love what he did with him. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad he did that as well. Originally, his plans were to kill Yondu in the first film, mm. which obviously he didn't do because people loved him so much. So, I guess he just saved, still, saved still, that for a later time. I still time. can't listen to that song anymore when with uh, the Cat Stevens song. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so hard to listen to. I just think of, think of Yondu. Fuck, it's that. It's um, Yondu for me. <laughs> But you also get Baby Groot fighting the the guard that made fun of him and made him a little outfit. It's just oh, yeah. cool. mm. <laughs> with his like little arms stretching him out. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Baby yeah. Groot was amazing. Yeah. I lost it when he when he brought the finger. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Groot, that's a toe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tom. Mr. Tom. All right, number three. This is another opening sequence. Ooh. This one is the opening sequence for Baby Driver. Motherfucker, that's got three. <laughs> <laughs> we can share. Okay. You sharing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, it, but it's the same as some of these other films. It's just perfectly setting the tone, perfectly setting who this character is, showing his skills right from the get-go, mm. and just showing that it's going to be action-packed and interesting. In fact, like the thing was, from those trailers, I feel like the name... Uh, we've discussed it before. The name probably put people off from seeing that film. Yeah, I mm. think it might have. And I, th- I think it's just... I don't think it explained what it was going to be like. It's very hard to explain that kind of tone. Well, I mean, in even a trailer. Well, even from the name, the tra- well, the trailer as well, and even from the opening sequence, it seemed like it was just going to be car chasing, but yeah. it's it not, not at yeah. all. That's like a subplot. It still just introduces that character really well. Yeah, and baby. shows his interesting quirks. Be a be a baby. <laughs> but, do you want to add anything to that? So, um, as we're sharing, we got some really cool John Bernthal, um, who oh, yeah, he was the, the Punisher. He's fucking great, and as well as John Hamm. Yeah, I thought, um, I thought Ham. The, Ham. the the Punisher actor was going to be in it more. Come back. Yeah, I was but, expecting him yeah. and Jamie Fox to sort of. I was hoping he would. Yeah. I, I was very interested by him as a character. Mm. Yeah. Um, but the, it's it's another thing of uh, Edgar Wright and a film like the music matches perfectly with the what's going yeah. on in the yeah. film. Interesting fact about that is he chose the tracks before he wrote the scenes. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. He had, I believe, he'd chosen them at the script process. He had chosen the songs, and they actually had to do their editing on the spot while they were filming it. So they'd film a scene. And then give it to a guy who had a Mac in the back of a van to edit it on the spot to make sure it worked so they didn't have to come back mm. and try and do it later. Well, especially the scene that Tom's talking about because a lot of that in that opening it's sequence, timing, it's yeah. all timed. Yeah. Things happen when the music And it's, cues. it's it's all practical driving. There's no like special effects and explosions and but what amazed jumping me, off something. What amazed me the most about this movie, they got a white guy with rhythm. Where the fuck did they find a white guy with rhythm? <laughs> <laughs> but the soundtrack for this film rivals the Guardian soundtrack. And not only is Guardian soundtrack shows us a majority songs that we know and a couple of songs we don't know. Baby Driver showed us one or two songs we know and fuck loads of songs we don't know that yeah. are amazing. Mm. I think amazing. both had amazing soundtracks. Mm. I'm Team Guardians. I love those soundtracks say, so much. Yeah, me too. I'm a Team Guardians. But Baby Driver, I will We know say, and love them. I watched it again the other day, actually, because my parents got it for Christmas, and it definitely pays to rewatch it again because you can really appreciate the timing of songs and things happening a lot more. Mm. Mm. Definitely worth a second watch. Your turn, Mr. Johnson. My number three. Here's one that... Um, I don't even know how many of you guys have actually seen, but I call it number three, AI threesome. Blade Runner 2049, a sex scene with a prostitute and joy. <laughs> you, did you see this, Matt? I have seen yeah. this, yes. Um, did you see it, Tom? I don't no, know. I seen so it. both Tom and Duty, neither of you saw Blade Runner 2049. You don't Runner even need to ask me. Oh, yeah, I know, because you don't, for some reason, don't I'm not watch interested it. in watching Blade Runner flat out. Really? It's re- not even this original. movie's really it's I have really the original good. on my shelf. Yeah, I gave it it's to him. I gave it to him. I gave it to him. Anyway, so in this scene, has this movie, I should say, just set it up, has an amazing relationship between the main character, who is a Blade Runner, and his artificial intelligence. Kind of like a Google Home <laughs> mix with a kind Connect. of holograph. I'm not going to lie. This is sounding odder and odder as you go 
It's just. It's very bizarre. Sounds like that it's like a companion. It's just an AI. Oh no, no, not this. J- just you said threesome, yes. and now oh, you're yeah, talking about a Google Home. It is exactly like the Six Day with sixth day. Uh, Michael Rappaport. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is exactting like that. I, All right. I don't know. I haven't seen. Two Man, movies. the Six Day. It's so good. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. Anyway, yeah. It's so got he's, Michael Rooker. He's got a he's got a holograph that, and he has this really good relationship with it. Um, it's basically uh, like his Cortana wife. from Halo. Like that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a real interactive kind of AI and there's some real emotional to it. At first you think it's just like a one-dimensional, maybe she gives just kind of prompted responses, things like that. But that you, Welcome that, to Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it really builds upon that relationship as it goes and it builds to the point where you can tell these two characters want to be real and they want to touch each other. And it, the AI actually calls a prostitute that he had met to his house. And then... Matt's giving his really nods of approval. I'm trying how to explain this. It kind of suctions itself, layers itself over the top of the prostitute so that it can... Like a morph suit. So that it can be the prostitute. And it's Mm. done in the most visually amazing way I've ever seen. Be the ball. (laughs) Be the ball. But it's it's hard to give this... Yeah, yeah, if she stands still, the AI kind of lines up. But when she moves, the AI has to play catch up because it can't predict her movements. So it's kind of like a a ghost. Okay. But it's more than... So I'm I'm imagining like rave party with glow sticks. You get that I would highly <laughs> sort of, recommend. Sort of, sort of like when you play like Need for Speed, and you put a ghost on, the like the ghost overlaps with the car. And yeah, sort of like that, sort of that but thing. you're putting your dick in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the oh, best well thing played. you said. <laughs> well anyway, played. I highly recommend this film as a whole, but that scene, I guarantee, because you feel bad, no don't help. <laughs> You you really do feel for these characters, and it is a visually an amazing, well done scene. But it's also got an emotional significance to it as well. All right, uh, uh, a, a plus Ian. <laughs> um, number three. Um, I know Ian's seen this. I don't think the other two have. Uh, Atomic Blonde. No. So there is a staircase scene, and it is a continuous shot, and it's mm. all action. Um, it is. I don't want to say too much because you guys should really should watch you this should, movie. Yeah. Um, the but, twist is a bit air, but the film as a whole is really good. Oh, great. Well, the twist, now I know there's a twist. Well, the twist gets ruined by the trailer. The, the thing is, a movie trailer. like this, it it tells you that there's going to be a twist. <laughs> it tells you there's going to be a twist, and the whole time throughout the movie, it's referencing it. It says twist, 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 and then you get to the end, and you know that there's been a twist, and then you're just like, oh, is that all? Mm. But this this scene is phenomenal. Like it's. You watch so many movies these days, and like, like the hero or whatever, you, whatever move, type of movie it is, they're they're kind of invincible. But yeah. this character isn't. She's very vulnerable, and she gets her ass kicked in this scene as well as she's doing the ass kicking. Like it's very believable. But she's is it, is it a bit like Daredevil season two when he's in the stairway. It's it's similar to that. The okay. best way. The other thing to add on to that is it's actually directed by the guy who does John Wick. So you've got that kind of level of choreography in it. Well, but even a bit more brutal because it's not guns; it's more fist fighting for this sequence. And she uses a lot of the environment around them. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. It's a really great scene. Yeah, I mean, I say it's a continuous shot, but there are parts where the camera moves very fast, and I think there's been a bit of editing to kind of clip it. Yeah, yeah, to trick you, Um, but. Just watching it and actually realizing how long certain scenes go and what happens 
and there is no editing. You can tell in certain parts, and you're like, that's really impressive. Like a guy that's bleeding gets kicked down the stairs, and then it cuts to like two Mm. seconds after he's been kicked. The camera will pan to that section, and as that actor has fallen down the stairs, he has managed to smear blood all down the side yeah. of the wall that wasn't there a second ago. Oh, wow. And it it's, looks, so, it's convincingly done. Yeah, like, it's, it's so difficult to pull off. If you think about the films that have the best or worst well-renowned single shots like Atonement, where all it's showing is scenery and extras. Yeah, there are things that can go wrong with extras not paying attention, things like that, because there's so many people. But in my opinion, something like this, where it's an action scene and you've got people getting injured throughout it, so you have to be able to show those injuries happening throughout, but you can't cut. So how do you do that? You have to find ways around all of those things. Damn. Mm. So I think it's really well done and a big hats off to the director, in my opinion. Mm. Good choice, Matt. Oh, nice. I approve. Well, seeing as Tom <laughs> has picked my number three, I'm going to pick pull out a mono, one of my honorable mentions. All right. Okay. Fair all right. Which, which one was your number three again? Baby uh, Driver. Baby Driver opens okay. here. Oh, my clothes, baby driver. This is not an opening scene. This is in the montage, in a bit of a montage. This is John Wick 2 killing someone with a pencil. (laughs) A fucking pencil. (laughs) So the first first two films we hear, John Wick killed someone with a fucking pencil. And we get a montage of Hitman. uh, John has got a, a hit on him. And hitmen are going after John Wick. And we get a bit of a montage of a violin player and people at a cafe and stuff like that. And we get John Wick getting a pencil, putting it through the back of someone's head, and then up someone's throat. And everyone in the cinema's gone, yes! <laughs> we got the pencil! <laughs> that was fucking awesome. It was awesome. I really, yeah. really enjoyed John Wick too. Um, and, and that is... As a male, I loved it even more. Because blood and guts and killing and knives and guns. Yes. Girls can like that. Too. Yeah, I was not, about to say, what's, what's that got to do with they're you being not male? allowed to. Well, funnily, funnily <laughs> enough, um, my father-in-law, I got him to watch, I recommended John Wick to watch it because he loves like Taken and stuff like, like those sort of films. Mm. And he didn't like John Wick. Really? It was too mu- pointless, too Wait, much is this the, this is father-in-law? What do you mean? Father-in-law, Wait, brother-in-law. Pointless. Father-in-law. Father-in-law. This is the one that likes the Bourne movies. Yes. Yeah, that explains Pointless. It. The yeah. motherfucker killed his dog. Yeah. yeah. But over the top. Like, over I the top. I think everything that happened in that film was necessary. I think it yes. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Necessary? You, you, Is it you, necessary you, for me to drink my own urine? <laughs> no, but it's sterile. And You're like brushing this. over like what that dog represented as well. Yeah. Not only was it just his dog. That yes. dog was the last gift that his dying wife had Given him. Mail ordered him from Amazon. Anything, it could have done more. It's yeah. fitting that there should you have bought been it. more blood and guts. <laughs> fitting that you bought it for your father-in-law, because I bought it for my brother-in-law this Christmas. Ooh. Hopefully, he enjoys it. I got Otherwise, it. you're out of the family. <laughs> and I got it for my grandfather. I got him both, one and two, on Blu-ray. And I was like, and he watched him. And then I got too. a text a couple of days later. He's like, I loved it. Is there a third one? I said, no. On the way. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. But yeah, John Wick 2 uh, is going in my number three over the, the fucking pencil. Mm. All right. Number dos. I'm hiding on the fucking thing so you can't see what my number two is. Dos is Mexican <laughs> for three. <laughs> uh, yeah, so number this, three this one, Mexican I knew Doritos. that I wanted to say something with it. So I actually was looking at other things and seeing what other people had said to make sure that I could find a scene that I really actually did enjoy it so I could have a refresher of it. Um, and one of the ones that I found, and I actually really agree with this, is the bullies throwing... Oh, well, the Losers Club throwing the rocks at the bullies. <laughs> Across the lake. 
because in that section of the film, it actually shows the first time that they're all working together and they're all fighting a common enemy together in that way. And also the fact that around that scene, you have the clown with the hand. I thought that's why you put the hand. <laughs> I was about to ask you now, it's just waiting for it to get... waving with the fucking dead hand. <laughs> you love that the scene. best part of the film. Um, and yeah, no, it's just a great sequence to get all your main cast together and show that they've come together and also that they're protecting one of their own. Mm. Come together right now. Waving cloud. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good scene, actually. It's, uh, yeah, again, another emotional significance in that. Kind of showed all the character development and yeah. Yeah, has a novel, kid, that, uh, novel that Stephen has been working, been working on. Finn Wolfhard getting hit straight in the head with a rock. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, bang. <laughs> it was brutal. <laughs> um, what are we up to? Two. Two? Dos. All right, my number two. I've got a sound clip, and you guys will know straight away what this is supposed to be. Pencil. Ah. Uh. Oh yeah. Sun is shining inside. Inside. Anyway, you get the point. <laughs> Obviously, and Mr. Blue. Another. <laughs> Intro to a film. Yes, we've had a lot. It's all intros. I love, I love we that should have made a best so intro. Much. So <laughs> I couldn't not put this in my one of my top moments. That was my that was my running track for a couple of months. Was it? Mm. This was very close to being my number one moment of twenty seventeen. Very close. Mm, two is usually pretty close to one. Yes, it's yeah. all some would say. It's the <laughs> next number one would also say is the loneliest number that you'll ever know. Oh. Two can be as bad as. But one. how like it. Oh, it's so good, this scene. It's mm. just it's such a good song choice, such a good visuals. It looks amazing. And it sets up the film. Well, yeah. yeah. One thing about that song choice as well is it, it. I find it very rare that I'll find a song that I'm obsessed with the first time I hear it. I normally need to hear it multiple times. Heard that in that sequence. I'm like, this song is sick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ten Speed by Coed and Cambria. You love that song. Yeah, but I had to listen to it multiple times. No, that, that, you literally just proved my point. No, the first time you loved it. No, I, I, I said I did. <laughs> Talk about your moment. Yes. I um, had never heard this song before this film. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys had, but... And now it's like one of my favourite songs. It's my favourite song of that soundtrack, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll say that. I know you it's like the one with David, David Hasselhoff singing. Yeah, so much, no. Um, probably my second one behind that would be Brandy. It's also a terrific song. But this scene, like again, we've already said with every other film, sets up the, the tone of the film, sets up the characters because it sets up that relationship between Drax and the team as well as closely following with Rocket taking the batteries and where he's at as well. So it sets up the film, sets up beautiful musically, beautiful scenery, and beautiful Sigi eye. Mm, the one thing I can... Add to that is I was like slightly disappointed that they showed so much of that scene in the trailer. Oh really? Yeah, because I don't know. I think I think I I would have just appreciated that opening sequence if I hadn't seen all of it. I feel I I kind of did. I I actually liked its inclusion in the trailer, despite the fact uh, taking the scene separately. In having that in the trailer, it made it seem like that was a more major part of the film. Film, yeah, Yeah, like from a. 
theatrically from the entire film standpoint but yeah maybe it does actually take away from that scene itself but mm. yeah I loved it and that, that's why it's my number two yeah I often mm. blast that song now dancing to it <laughs> it's really good for running the bump bumps remember that time you ran ran so far away Matthew Commons number two number two alright so Ian can add to this and if you guys have seen the Blade Runner like 2049 <laughs> trailer you might be able to add to it no. I, want, I want to see it <laughs> Harrison Ford so um, I think it's Vegas is the uh, scene yeah yeah especially um, Vegas yeah, yeah so uh, there's some oh, sort of radiation close, thing yeah. happening in this uh, location in the film and it's like a Everything's kind of orange and it's all misty and it's just the cinematography is amazing. It is It's got these giant statues and um, basically it's all kind of based off silhouettes and stuff. And so it's Ryan Gosling's character, Kay, just walking through it and it's shot so well. It's beautiful. The colours are amazing in this film, but particularly in that scene. It's like an orangey, yellowy, sandstormy kind of colour. Yeah. And um, I was literally about to do that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's there's not much to to really talk about here because it's just purely visual. It's yeah. so beautiful. That yeah. is directed by Ridley Scott, isn't it? it no, is. it's produced. No, sorry, yeah, produced. Oh. And that's like why that's it's John... a good film. Yeah, it was directed by Danny Vigneault. Although Vigneault. apparently Ridley Scott's new one is meant to be quite good. Yeah. All, all, all the money in the world. With mm. Kevin Spacey removed within the last like four days. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. Apparently, his replacement is uh, getting Oscar. Wow. Um, Kevin Spacey's like consideration. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But yes. Interesting. Uh, number Way, two. Uh, number up. dos. Number two. Ooh. Oh God. Your face makes yeah, this, you're, oh, this, you're this is concerning. Me. Yeah. I think I, he's worried we're going to yell at him. Here comes Justice might, League. You, <laughs> He's not wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I was grinning ear to ear with uh, the. I was the happiest little kid in the cinema. Is <laughs> oh god. Is when Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, was when the Justice League are losing to Steppenwolf, and then you hear, you know what I stand for? I like truth. Oh, and justice and God. Superman comes in he is the boy scout that we've been eating but he's also like when Superman comes to return to fight Steppenwolf it is beautiful and amazing. it's mm-hmm. it's Superman he's a boy scout he's laughing he's a bit of a kid he's stropping what he's and doing he's and he's not the hero civilians. we wanted but he's mm-hmm. the one that they needed right now look fuck off with the <laughs> Nolan shit his was bad yours was worse <laughs> <laughs> very good um, but I was I was grinning ear to ear from Man of Steel we just got his first fight from Batman Superman it's uh, maybe the world doesn't like me and at the end of it it's like you know Superman going I don't want to die again and then when the mother boxes explode he's like alright I'll die I'm in too much pain like I was <laughs> laughing ear to ear it's 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 the Superman that I sort of grew up with watching in the Justice League cartoon. He's, he can be serious when he needs to be, but when he doesn't need to be serious, he's a kid. He's a Boy Scout. And mm. I loved it. And then the end of the film, we got the Flash racing, super, uh, racing Superman. Like, yeah, yeah I, I can understand that from a moment's perspective and the fact that you're a Superman fan and the comics fan from it. In my opinion, that sequence had some of the worst editing mm. of what I have seen this year. Don't, Which don't, is don't, was my issue with it. Don't but make fun of my <laughs> Don't step on his moment. But I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah. No, I can see what you mean. From all it takes that, is one or two moments. That perspective from wanting to see that on a film. 
it, well, in, yeah. on the screen. And yes. even even yeah. though the suit is pretty much exactly the same from Batman Superman, it is bright blue and bright red. It's not dark blue and dark red. The suit and is we didn't a get the the black suit that we thought we were going to get, did we? Apparently, no. it was in there and it got cut out. Mm. And the beard. Mustache. And the mustache, particularly the mustache. <laughs> yeah. Superman, I must ask you a question. Where the fuck are you been? Where's my super suit? <laughs> Literally, I, I, I feel that if I was in the room with when they showed the um the actual like CG eye without the mustache, yeah. I would have been like, Don't Just worry that. about it, guys, we'll make do. Well apparently there are some photos that I've seen on uh, at least my feed for Facebook and everyone's Facebook feed is different, is the Snyder sh- a shot from Superman from the Snyder version and the Joss Whedon version and you've got the weird lip from Superman from the Whedon version and then Snyder's just looks like Henry Cavill and they've just made his eyes that a bit bluer because he's Superman and it's like why why did you want to reshoot this scene and give him a fake mustache yeah dumb 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 but yeah Superman returning and fighting Steppenwolf um, it was beautiful it was it was Boy Scout Superman which is exactly what and look even though it wasn't explained I got my cold breath and that's what Mm. I want yeah so I've, I've already been me at least the Ian at least the DC hater. No, no. Stay you know, on you know, topic. Stay you know, on topic. You no, know, we need to edit in for a sound effect when you said unleash the end is a Pokeball opening. Pika. Uh, so, should we do honorable mentions before number one? Yeah. You, any of you got honorable mentions? Well, I think my honorable kinda, mention was already mentioned, but go on. Oh, I'm no, kind of worried that if someone says my number one. I should have the honourable mention in reserve. Should we save them till the end? Yeah, we'll save we'll save the honourable mentions to the end. Just right. I am cool. I am worried that somebody will take my number All one right. in their number one. But Tom, All right, so don't use my number one. My number one is going back to Logan. Ooh, and my number one here is the sequence of events that leads up to and the inclusion of the death of Charles Xavier. Oh man, strong so moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it goes all the way from um, them helping out the other people and then going to the dinner table and having that reprieve from this action, mm. this chase, this, oh, yeah. as you know, like the Western sort of style of it. It's just everybody's happy. Charles looks happy after discovering. And he even had a couple of little good jokes in there. Yeah, mm. uh, but after discovering all these horrible things that have occurred and what he has been responsible for and it shows him sort of in a different light for the first time in the film, I feel. Yeah. And then just to, Take as, as they do, like, unceremoniously as well. Yeah. Like, it just Yeah, they didn't happens. make a moment of it. And it's, um, look, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the fact that X-24 was a clone. Yeah. I yeah. thought if it was something like Sabretooth or something, I think we discussed that when we were talking about it, it would have been better. Mm. But, yeah, no, that, that entire sequence there just taking a step in that film it felt like taking a step out of it and having some real world dynamic to a certain thing and then just straight back into it Mm. well xavier says to logan in that scene he says you know take a look like take a moment to appreciate this this is what a normal life looks like yeah so he kind of highlights the fact that they're taking a moment for something that you knew wasn't gonna last this is the second time xavier's died as well on film. Yeah. I, actually, I, felt, I felt a big significance when he died in the third one. I liked his death in, in the third X-Men as well. Even though, you know, it didn't, yeah, it didn't look great. <laughs> be, be good. Phoenix. Um, I, was listening, I was listening to an episode of, uh, of MGT and Donnie uh, from MGT has gone, oh, 
this looks like the opportune time to go take a piss. So he gets up to take a piss while they're having dinner. He comes oh, back no. and he goes, what the hell happened to Professor X? <laughs> 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 it was a uh, terrific moment though And I, I I rate that pick Tom As number mm, one mm, Definitely Good pick Good pick Ian's pick Alright My oh, number one I fucking one. hope none of us have My number, number one, one. Um, Okay This is I know Settle down My number one <clears throat> Can't even remember it Without looking on your phone <laughs> No I just don't I want to look has got my number one My number one Jack Black is a woman Jumanji No I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to avoid the middle aged man <laughs> Uh, no, my number one is Ray and Kylo fight scene team Fuck up. Fuck you, man. Uh, it was very close between that and the light speed that Tom Wars went, but I'm guessing this is your number That's one. That's my number one. This is why when <laughs> you're Horace, away? you go first. Yes. Mm. Uh, but we'll, we'll tag team it like Ray and uh, Kylo did. Yeah. So this was... <laughs> or the AI. <laughs> <laughs> or the AI. <laughs> Put your dick in. <laughs> <laughs> this was such a good scene that... I think all three times I saw it, maybe not so much the third time, but even still it got a reaction from the crowd where they actually clapped and cheered. And you don't... It's hard to explain because I feel like what I've heard is a lot of US audiences, you get that anyway in cinemas. But for Australian cinemas, we're kind of Britishy almost that you don't get much reaction, Mm. sometimes even from comedies that much um, in in an actual cinema. But to get that reaction... Don't clap. Yeah, I know. But Never that clap. was a, uh, to I, get I that reaction. To get that reaction is a big thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it was so well done from the lightsaber cut straight through him to catching just, the lightsaber. Yeah. I think really made that really stand out. Followed by that slow motion as they circle and spin together, getting surrounded by the guards, and then boom, it goes into fast-paced action. And it's a be- like the like I, I I think I said it, I've said it before the choreography of that scene. Even though some people are like, it's not that great. I'm like, there's fucking whips. <laughs> Tom's yeah, Tom. pointing at himself. <laughs> there's fucking whips. And he has a, a lightsaber with the two extended hilts. So you got to factor all that shit into it as well. I don't think the choreography was that amazing, but I think the way it was done felt really brutal and visceral. The, the way it felt. backdrop and the color palette and all that sort of thing and the moving around was great. Amazing, yeah. I personally just don't feel that the lightsaber choreography is as great in these films as some of the other ones have been. I'm okay with that because the thing is you got to remember, like, you've got one, two, and three. Most of these Jedis have been training their whole life. Yeah. And they've been practicing with this. In this scenario, Luke became a Jedi when he was a full-grown adult and he's the one training them as well. So... It wouldn't make sense for some of these fighters to, like, well, really some of these yeah, fights to be that sort of fast paced that they are in the prequels. I think it felt That's more true. like the that originals in that it wasn't flashy and nice, but it was really brutal. Yeah, because George the, Lucas the said with the original films, amazing. he wanted the lightsabers to feel like Excalibur. You needed two hands yeah, to wield be heavy. Yeah, heavy. And then in episode one, they're doing flips and shit, and Mark Hamill's flippy, gone, flippy, flippy. Mark Hamill just went watching episode one. What the fuck? This is what I wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that's what I liked about this was it was a very brutal, visceral moment of the film, mm. which it kicks it off as soon as Snow gets cut in half, you know it's going to be a brutal scene. Mm. And it was the sounds are amazing from Kylo Ren's lightsaber, which has really quite an iconic sound. The, to it. the way they got that sound was actually from a cat. Was it? It's a purring cat. Who is strangling cat? Because <laughs> the, they got the sound from like the, a standard lightsaber from a, a cassette and a television when they went past each other. The, the, like, the radio, radio waves went past and they'd make that noise. 
Um, but they got the sound of a purring cat and they just like... Oh, it's a purring cat. And it's... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, you already touched on, Tom, with the red kind of cloth piece that hangs at the back. At first, you mm. don't realize it's a cloth piece, but as it burns away... It's yeah. Really interesting. And I didn't notice it, even though should have noticed that it was a cloth piece, because when... Snoke pushes Ray over to the spy glass. They actually split behind it so that you can see through the glass oh, that's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes perfect sense once you've seen it three times like I have. <laughs> I want to see it again. I, I kind of want to see it again. Yeah, I've only seen it once. So I recommend I've been it. I to definitely see recommend a once. second yeah. view. The it's, second view, it's a lot better, I, quicker. Yeah. Everything's it was tighter. A lot, it was a lot quicker. Everything's mm. a lot tighter the second time. Third time, it's a bit harder again. But mm. yeah. Anything yeah. you wanted to add, Duty, as this is also your pick? Um, no, I think I think you've you've summarised it up pretty well. Um, uh, I really enjoyed it. Now my Kylo Ren in Battlefront Two has the Last Jedi skin <laughs> because because of that film and that fight. Mm. It did redeem Kylo Ren a little bit more for me. I, I, I still don't think really he's an amazing character, Kylo Ren. but I well, really liked him. I'm a huge fan of how conflicted he is. Yeah. He is, and that they, that, that scene really wraps it up. Mm. Like perfectly, like especially how it ends with the whole, you know, going for the lightsaber and they're both trying to pull it and they end, yeah. end up pulling it apart. Mm. Yeah, give us a green one. And, uh, it's probably <laughs> one of the best things they've done with uh, these new films, the new Star Wars films. It's just how three D these characters are. They actually have dimension to them, which is good. Mm. Matt, you're number one. New okay, one. so much like a marriage. <laughs> My top five is like a circle. It oh. has a beginning and it has an end. It's a circle. It's, it's so, never en- no, it's never ending because it has no corner. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yes, it has no beginning and no end. But this circle has a beginning and has an end. Yeah, I like screwed that up out. majorly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it the golden circle, Kingsman? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> um, okay, so the end of Logan. The last fight scene with X-24 and how Logan comes to an end. I think it's a fitting send-off. I think it's great that they actually did kill him off. Like, there was so much emotional weight to that. Mm. Like, as I mentioned before, um, how Tom brought up the whole Professor X saying to him, this is what a... Take a moment to appreciate this. This is what a real life looks like. Mm. And he's been in denial the entire time about um, X-23 being, quote-unquote, his daughter. Mm. Yeah. Um, And she calls him daddy as he's dying. And he's been impaled onto this tree. Because, like, when I remember watching that in the cinema when he gets impaled on the tree stump. Mm. And I'm just like, whoa. And, like... Like, how can you do that? Because it goes to his chest, doesn't it? Yeah. I was like, his, his skeleton's adamantium. Mm. But I was like, oh, well. Whenever something doesn't make sense, a wizard did it. <laughs> the plot requires it. <laughs> the plot requires it. <laughs> but, you know, like, she calls him daddy and, like, he's like, kind of like, so this is what it feels like. Mm. And then he passes away. Mm. And it's just, I don't know, just the emotional weight in that scene is really great. Yeah, I yeah. saw, like, one of those, um, those like, fan-made picture tribute sort of things on Facebook where it's the the dialogue from the Wolverine film where it says she says I see you dying there's blood everywhere yeah. and you're holding your heart in your hands and it's him holding his daughter's hand and as he's dying I'm like oh 
the feels. Don't cry. <laughs> Hold it together. All the feels. Keep it together. P-I-T, keep it together. <laughs> Be strong. Um, so I think there's no other way to wrap this up other than giving our picks of the best film of 2017. Yep. Did you want your honourable mentions? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, my apologies, Matt. Just, just rattle <laughs> them off. Rattle them off. Rattle them off. off. We're wrapping it up here. Uh, every scene with the Vulture and Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> the Vulture was awesome. And No Man's Land, Wonder Woman. Uh, I'm just going to add to that and I'm going to say Yondu's Funeral. Okay. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine is the Immigrant Song Final Fight with Thor Ragnarok. Oh. That was, that was a great choice. That was a great scene. I was very close to making my list. Mm. Matt? Uh, mine is the scene after No Man's Land with the tank and the scene where Wonder Woman jumps into the building and it's very oh, reminiscent yeah. of uh, the warehouse scene in Batman vs. Superman where yeah. Batman, Batman yeah. goes ham. It's also the best scene really of that movie. Film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Brett, let's go for our top films of 2017. Well, so. our top picks for the moment, sorry. Duty and I were both Star Wars. Both the Commonses were Logan. So let's. this will be Ooh, interesting to see what yeah. our top film of 2017 well, actually is. I'm because just... a moment, make a film not. Well, I am going to say from our top five moments and the ones that have gone around, and it's just been, well, it's mainly been me and Matt. So there's been a beginning, middle, and end of one film that mm-hmm. has been touched upon. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Matt's top one as well. Yep. Logan. Yep. Top film of the year, Logan. Logan. Mm-hmm. All three of you. Yeah, Logan. Wow. The, not, not, the, uh, it was going. It was tossed up between Logan and Star Wars. I was crying at the end of Star Wars because it's Luke Skywalker and it's this beautiful, peaceful thing. I was blubbering at the end of Logan because it's just way too much. Yeah. Wow. All so three, oh, so three moments, the film with me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, there was another Did. honorable mention is the uh, casino scene where Professor X is freezing everyone and Logan's. I thought you, meant I thought you were about ways. to say Star Wars. It was memorable for different reasons. It puts his All fucking claws right through the guy's head. I'm so mm. surprised because it is a really good film. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But. I mean that I didn't like. I didn't like the clone, and some of it was a bit. Eh, but I liked it no, as, as a whole. Was, it was a good movie. No I liked that X twenty four was a secret. I liked that you had no idea that he existed until you watched the movie. Yeah. Oh, you get little. Yeah. Yeah. You get little didn't, it didn't feel like a there, good. But, yeah. but like didn't the trailer like didn't show deal. you anything. Nah, trailer show, trailer the, the 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 like Guardians trailer told you fucking nothing. I didn't mm. think it looked yeah. that great, and I didn't feel like an emotion. Like it didn't feel emotional just to have. Because you have no soul. Oh, it's all right, Ian. We'll judge your one. <laughs> yeah, uh, you will. Yours? The the good thing about my pick is that only Alien Covenant. only half the table has seen it to judge me on. Oh, it. so uh, it's one of two movies. Yes. It was very close. It was very close. I will say my my runner up is actually War for the Planet of the Apes. Ooh. And my pick is Blade Runner 2049. All right. Because it is beautiful in every aspect. Yeah. And he sticks his dick in that. <laughs> <laughs> it looks amazing. The characters are extremely versatile and they have a lot of backstory to them. Uh, it is an, just a beautiful world mm. of what's mm. built. It is one of the best films I've seen visually and the story itself has a great ending. And they did a good job of transitioning from the original film into yeah. a sequel and not changing the world too much. Yeah, it going, still felt like fancy the same world. technology. It's like no, like it's technology has aged appropriately. Yeah, it made sense, and I think except they don't everything. Have phones. God some damn really it, brutal. I really want to poke. 
poke holes, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's a really good film, and I highly suggest watching oh, it. Oh, I actually tried to watch it last night. It is night. a long film, though, so that is one of the downsides. I was trying to see whether it was on streaming things yet last night, but mm. it's not. I think it's nearly, it's like, it's over two and a half hours. It's Because I'm, I'm a good boy. <laughs> do the illegal downloads. Oh, anymore. yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I was Pirate listening back Bay, to an episode Pirate where you said, life. I won't say where I got that from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That was for 47 meters down. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying money for that. And fair enough. <laughs> well, uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode, I believe, 48. 48. So we're closer to 50. It's been a big year. Mm, we're going to sign been. a key when 50 comes around. Um, oh, but who, who's not going to be here for 50? One of us won't be here for me. <laughs> I don't Unless you, you wanted be. me here. <laughs> well, they will need guests when I'm not here. We will need guests. Um, you're going to New Zealand, aren't you? Yeah. You're going to the Weather Workshop, aren't you? Yeah. I'll write your list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess a good way and, to... And a check. <laughs> good thing they don't have a fucking checkbook. A good way... I would say bad thing. A good way to kind a of... A good way. <laughs> a good way. A good way. Uh, a good way to wrap up, I guess, our year as a whole is to have a little look back on some of our moments. I've edited together a nice little compilation. So this is a bit cute. A little bit cute, but it'll give you a good re- look back on what has happened in our 2017 at Shaken Not Nerd. So I had to stop kind of what we were doing and go inside and uh, wash my dick in Dutrum's sink. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> Mon, clean out the sink. <laughs> I expect nothing but good segues. Yeah. Oh, man, that's too much pressure from... <laughs> Wait, you know what I'll do? Between every single piece of news, I'll give you a... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to actually act it out right now just for, for the other hosts. Yeah. All right, yeah. so so Flash. Ollie is standing up. He is... Flash, I've got another ledge. He is... He is waving his arms and poking out his buttocks. It was he, a glorious he pose. He looks like he's trying to wishy-washy some boobies. Well, he, he looked like he was skiing while wishy-washy boobies. When does Mary Poppins say she is leaving the Banks house? Anyone? During the film. <laughs> how, she didn't say how specific. You know what? I'll give you that technicality. Just checking my I'll, I'll, I'll give you that technicality. You are correct. Thank you. What is the actual answer, though? When the wind changes. Oh, that's fair oh, enough. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what response have we got from Madre? Oh my god, I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> Podfix presents. Perfect. Ian Sadness. <laughs> no, we thought of a show name for it. <laughs> you can bottle it. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> About five minutes beforehand, I was talking to my friends, being like, "They make me say I love Harvey Nolan." <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm, do, I'm not doing it. The second they said, I'm like, I love it, Owen. Fresh it. I'll suck it, dick. I'll suck it, dick for one. It's louder. Yar. Welcome aboard the Shaken Not Nerd, episode twenty nine, Pirate Week. Yar. Yar. Boob deck. <laughs> uh, we have a very, very special guest with us today, Supreme Leader Steel. I have to congratulate Ian on his imperial rank. <laughs> it takes a lot of work to get to that level. Yeah, I, I think it takes very little work. <laughs> I think you slide into that one naturally. Maybe for this, week, for this week's episode, we should call it Woman Talk. Woman Talk? It's Wonder Woman I week. challenge you to a female talk about... Wow. 
Yeah, nah. Goodbye, female listeners. <laughs> Comes up to us bright-eyed and he's like, Hi, how are you? It's been so long. I microwaved one singular egg alone. This is why he's getting married, because if you leave him alone, much like a baby, he just starves to death. <laughs> What response did you get, Ollie? I, okay, so this is proof. I just sent it to my <laughs> yeah, mom. No okay, context. Yeah, I can see it. And she said, oh my, <laughs> too much of the good life. You realize I will never unsee that. <laughs> I made the pie. He wasn't fucking here. Mother. I was very disappointed. So, Mr. Common, tell me what your opinions are of Fuzzy not being here tonight. He said he wanted pie. He wanted pie. And punch. And punch. You have been called out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Pink just released a new album, which apparently is really Thank good. God. Title Purple. <laughs> Pink <No>. Run. <laughs> Two in the. <laughs> <laughs> and what a year 2017 <laughs> has been. We hope you guys have enjoyed uh, us. We will be back, of course, next week because uh, we like to not take breaks. <laughs> We work um, hard for the money. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Tom. <laughs> Along with uh, with Matt and everyone who has guested on uh, Shake and Not Nerd this year, thank you very much for, for coming into the, the old nerd bunker. And w- Matt, welcome aboard the first person in the new nerd bunker. You've christened it well. <laughs> He's not saying anything. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> no worries. That was a look of disappointment. <laughs> Uh, so yet again uh, It's been a pretty decent year for us We've joined a network uh, We've made a lot of good friends Had some really cracker guests on And so many people have ripped into Ian <laughs> I feel like every guest we have Is just like Ian uh, But thank you again to Picture This Who Spite the Puns Ollie, Steel Saunders Ben Russell Everyone who's been on the show um, Siobhan, Siobhan Your wife my, my Zoe My wife Zoe. My wife <laughs> um, everyone who's been on the show, thank you very, very much. And uh, doors always open for you if you want to come back. You slut! Oh no, <laughs> my door opened like he's, Broadway. He's, he's gonna need guests. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need someone to fill your hole, and that's a small hole to fill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's been a great year. I'm in huge footlong Johnson. I'm Tom. I am Duty and Saladas. See you, man. Bye. See you, man. <laughs> This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at Podfix.